Welcome back to the Hank Strange situation. Lifestyles. Make sure you guys subscribe, thumb up, ring the bell so you can be <laughs> notified. I think we're I think we're live with Mac. I think and so. we're live with Hank Strange, man. We're <laughs> simulcasting again, man. This is awesome. I love this we, stuff, man. This we, is so much different than like a Google Hangout. This is like so much better because we can do so much more for our, our collective uh, audiences. The only thing that it's weird is I wish the stuff I shared on my screen would show mm -hmm. on your end too. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that would be cool. I also wish that people could see all the craziness behind the scenes as we try to break everything and mess around with stuff. <laughs> I literally had to redo everything. It took me hours to set this show up today. Uh -huh. And in the last five minutes, I had to recreate everything. I lost it all. Yes. Mac power <laughs> strike again. Dude, Mac I can break anything. Steel ball, locked in a room, break it or make yeah. it pregnant. I, I, yeah. I, it is a gift and a curse all at the same time. Yeah, beware, beware. So tonight, uh, this for me, it's episode four zero. Uh, we're calling it Live with Mac, High Point C9, Yeet Cannon, Yeet Cannon, What Happened, and 2A Preparedness. We'll talk about a bunch of stuff, but you're the one that put me onto the Yeet Cannon, so you're going to have to explain it, Mac. All right, so let's let's talk about the Yeet Cannon. First of all, I need to get I need to get over here to the live. Is, is Babyface around, man? Because I need, oh. I need somebody to... Oh, are, they, are you getting spammed already? Um, hold on a sec. Let me uh, send a message to him. See, unfortunately, on my side... Um, Lola's not here. I don't know if you heard about this, but Lola left me. I didn't know no, did you hear about this. Yeah, man, she left me. She went to uh, she went to she went to Texas because her brother is becoming a sergeant major. Oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. she went to Texas and left me. She left well, me. Yeah, I know. It's like clickbait. <laughs> Come on, man. You, that's that, that's serious stuff you're joking with there. That like makes my heart sink, right? Yeah. Yeet. So what's a yeet cannon? All right, so uh, I'm playing with new functionality here, guys. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make – I'm going to shrink Hank's head. Okay. Head okay. shrunken. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Okay. And then I'm going to bring up a, um, a picture of a yeet cannon. So this, everybody, is a yeet cannon. So what's the backstory if you don't know? So this I did, this is something I normally probably wouldn't talk about. But so, <laughs> so high point – went to the internet and said, you guys get to come up with the name and whichever name wins a popular vote, we will right. name the new gun that you see on my screen right now. Big mistake. We'll name it that. <laughs> and so Yeet Cannon, which I had to Google, and, and I'm Gen X, right? And and so I had to Google Yeet because I wasn't familiar with the you know common usage in the modern lexicon context. And so I Google it and I find out it's like, you know, being startled or or something like that, or, you know, excitement is startled, like, he, he stole my, you know, handgun, right? So anyway, and I guess it can be used in any multiple, two to, uh, any multiple number of different ways. And so I'm like, okay, so it's like, yeet, startled, and I pull my hand cannon. And I, I thought that was pretty funny. Do I think it's the best name? No, but the point being is High Point pulled this little stunt. So they, they it, it was winning in the polls, Right. Mm -hmm. And then they go, OK, guys, we've got it. Um, we got it down to these top contenders. And I'm showing you guys what those, those top contenders are right now. It's right off their Facebook page. And they got the C-19, the C9-G2, the AMP-9, the PHX-9, the C9E, 9 Evos, and C-Tech. I don't have to read them all if you got the idea. So mm -hmm. what's not there is the YC-9 or the Yeet Cannon 9 that was the most popular. That's what the people want. It's Don't. what the people wanted. And and so 
they 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 denied it. And Hank, they were on your show. What what, what yeah. did they say to you? So uh, so they came on the show. They um, they actually showed off the showed off the C9, the prototype of it. If you guys want to see that, I threw up a snippet. Um, on, on both channels, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded and Hank Strange, so you could take a look. And they said to us that they were going to do this contest, and then it kind of slipped out, like, oh, you know, we'll do several rounds, so we'll do this, and let we'll start off the first round, let everyone just put everything in, and then we'll go through that and take out some stuff. And I was like, don't do it. Do not let, you know, if you let people put things in, whatever's most popular, then that's what you're, you're going to have to roll with that. <laughs> Whether you like it or not, <laughs> I was trying to get the Hank point nine. You know, someone suggested yeah, yeah, yeah. the Mac .9, You know, well, and all that. So, so they said that, and I thought to myself, yeah, this is this is gonna go wrong because uh, the internet, right? Right. The internet. Right. So I think that um, they they did try to hide this from people because you're saying it's it's very obvious what got the most votes. You can actually see well, that so still. It, it, it so it went so far. And and here, let me shrink your head again. Mm-hmm. So it, it went so far that um, let's see, where is it? Oh, I, I had it. Oh, no. Where did it go? I, I even sent it to you. It was. Um, oh, where, where, where did you go? So HK was like conversing with them. Yeah. And HK even said, hey, look, guys, we'll um, I'm going to throw this over here real quick. Yeah. Basically, it's, it's what part, happened, it's part of my brokenness. So you're seeing me fix this in real time. Yeah. So, so, so H and K actually did this. They they said, "Hey, look, High Point Firearms, we will back your play on this. Call it the Yeet Cannon." H and K registered the domain name Yeet K A N O N E dot com. Yeah. HK was trolling them. Now HK was true. You know that. No, right? but they were legit. So yes, it's a troll, <laughs> but they were serious. They're like, we'll do we'll do photos together. Yes. Right? And yeah. and they said that, and and even High Point responded to H and K. Wow. And so H and K registered yeah. the domain name I just gave you, and and then after they did that, uh, let me let me let me do this. I'm, thro- I'm throwing it up. I, I I found the link. I have the link. I'm throwing it up on my side. Um, the link that shows that that shows everything and then i think in here someone there's also a screen capture of um of hk going after them as well there's lots yeah of, yeah here we go so this is the actual page so if, if you look on the screen right now on my side you're gonna see when i when i type in yeet cannon you know k-a-n-o-n-e dot com it takes me straight to the mark 23 page and yeah. so hk <laughs> wasn't they weren't fooling man they were dead serious were they trolling them yeah but i mean they 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 actually did register the domain. It does point to the Mark Twenty Three, mm-hmm. and good on HK, right? So yeah. here you have probably one of the most you know iconic HK handguns ever built, and even controversial. And they're playing ball, and so I thought that was really really yeah. <laughs> interesting. But so it played out. So, yeah. so I just noticed this today. So check this out. Mm-hmm. I just I just put this up. It, it's it yeet or YC nine versus the winning name. So they're saying we listen to you, we hear you. It might be a little bit more visible mm-hmm. if I uh, if I if I bring you if I unshrink your head and just pop this, the screen. This here. shrinking and unshrinking of my head, man, is very <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so, disturbing. So, so so here's here's here here's HK's actual response on the Facebook page. Right. I'm yeah. showing it to my audience yeah. here. I'll, I'll, then, I'll throw it up on mine as well. Um, oh, 
I went to the and wrong then, thing here. Hold on a second. Let's see. Yeah. And so here, um, High Point is on their on their web page. Yeah. They're like, we hear you loud and clear. We have always been a company for uh, for the free people, and because it has been pitchforks and torches, you have forced us to announce some things sooner than later. The plan has been uh, to announce the voting the name or voting the the name winner on the 25th. What you didn't know is that we are going to announce the head-to-head vote of the YC9, the Yeet Cannon, versus the winning name. I don't know what that winning name is. Right. Um, but so it seems like they're they're kind of, you know, they're kind of uh, going to go with it, man. They may go with the Yeet Cannon. And so, uh, so, I think they're going to so have my, to. My little C9 here, you know, when I update it, and I will, will become the YC9. <laughs> now, we like shooting even got theirs in there, WLS, right? Mm-hmm. The, the WLS-9. Mm-hmm. And I saw that it, 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 as an option. I, I'm thinking, because we have WLS radio in Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, what? I mean, why would a news station want want their, uh, you know, and I realized, oh, that's we like shooting. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it, it's been a funny go. And so it looks, it looks like they're going to maybe consider it because people are really, really blowing the internet up. And I tweeted at him, and uh, I know yeah. other people did. <laughs> yeah, I, you can so. see um, in a lot of uh, – so if you search this and, and you go in there, you can see Mac actually um, getting in getting in on some of the comments and stuff like that. I think this is interesting. You know, it's kind of, <clears throat> it's kind of like a dichotomy of two completely different firearms manufacturers, right? You mm-hmm. have High Point. They have a reputation for being cheap or affordable, however you want to look at it. I don't. <laughs> I think every gun guy should have a High Point. I think the folks out there who have like comments about it and they never owned one. If you're a gun guy, get one. It's you can get one for a hundred bucks. Sometimes here's less my than forty-five. That. Yeah. I mean, seriously, they're they're two hundred dollars or less if you buy them yeah. used. You know. Yeah. And. I uh, I was over at Iraq Veterans, and he took a 40 Smith & Wesson <laughs> and reamed the chamber out, made it 10 millimeter, and actually shot the darn thing on video. Yeah. Uh, you know, and they're yet, they've yet to offer it. They got the 10 millimeter carbine, but not the 10 millimeter pistol. But you're right, you Hank. They, it's not like it's a premium brand. They right. should have fun with it. You know, it's it's a $200 handgun. It's not like they're, they're up against H&K or mm-hmm. Colt or – you know, established names and CDZ or even SIG, you know, it's freaking high point. It's yeah. a Z-Mac and plastic handgun that's for the masses that actually works, but have some fun with it. Yeah. If, if, the if, <laughs> I mean, seriously, they don't even have to call it the Yeet Cannon. Just put YC9 on it. Yeah. If you want to be all, if you want to be professional, but I'll tell a couple of things here. If you call, if you put Yeet Cannon on that thing, you are going to sell a crap ton. <laughs> yes. <They're laughs> but, I mean, the controversy alone has, has really, I think, up sales. No matter what they do, it's going to play out to their financial benefit. Yeah. But if they truly want to capitalize on this, name it the Yeet Cannon. Let the Internet own that and let everybody go, hey, we did this. Yeah. Special I, edition, I, the first, uh, I don't know, 1,000, 10,000, whatever you want, right? Just put Yeet yeah. Cannon on it. Uh, just just YC9 it, man. It, yeah. it's, it's, in the end, it, it has such a cool backstory at this point. If they right. don't do it, it's going to be a major letdown. And it, it um, well, they're going yeah. to they're going to have to. And the thing about the thing about High Point, um, you were talking about Iraq veteran Eric. They torture tested the crap out of one. You remember that years ago? Oh, yeah. I, I remember they went to the point of putting it in a, uh, a, a, a cast iron pot, not skillet, but mm-hmm. pot and melting it. Yeah. <laughs> Over yeah. an open fire. Yeah, they just fried that thing down. So they're pretty tough. And then on the other side of this game comes HK. 
HK, um, they do make a high quality guns most of the time, right? Everyone, everyone wants an MP5 and all oh, that yeah, kind of I, stuff. I, I love HK. Yeah, I do. So, have, so have my entire life. HK is high end, but there's one thing about HK: they don't like the peoples. They don't like that. High Point likes the people. It's like the people's gun. It's like a Volkswagen Beetle. Yep. <laughs> and HK the, is the, like the what a Mercedes. Pistol. I mean, maybe maybe the VP9 should be this. This should be the VP9. See, <laughs> <laughs> my experience, it works better than the VP9. <laughs> so well, anyway, it's the one HK product I'm not a fan of. Uh, but, I don't uh, like the VP9 either, but it just or doesn't. Or the P30. I think I've had more. Pro I've I've had two P30s, and both of them were just unreliable as all hell. Yeah. Same with my VP9s. I think it's size of hands. I know some people. There's a lot of people like using them in competition. But so so here's the funny thing. So and everyone knows this about HK. HK has told me that in the past when I've tried to talk to them, uh, shot show, NRA stuff like that. They're like, yeah, we really don't care about the uh, you know the commercial market, civilian market, or whatever. We don't. That's yeah. not what we cater to. So they kind of have a bad reputation with people in terms of that, but a great reputation when it comes to the guns. I mean, I know gun guys that have HK tattooed on their bodies. I don't know any gun guy that has High Point. At this point. Well, uh, there will be one. Yes. There, 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 is, there is somebody that has yeah. it. <laughs> there is I some get, that. There is some get. I mean, that there was that. Um, did you ever see the video of like some gangster guy with a mask and all that stuff on, like a drug dealer or something? And he had a high point, but he thought it was a Glock 40. You ever saw that? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got a super chat. Is one of, uh, oh, the, go ahead. Uh, and uh, the super chat. Uh, Tuho says, I think HK is bankrupt. They've been in, out, in and out of bankruptcy, I, I think, several times, kind of like mm -hmm. Colt. Whenever mm -hmm. you rely on government contracts to, to fill your hoffers, <laughs> you're going to lose at some point. It didn't play out well for Colt. They had the monopoly on the M16 contract for decades, and then FN came into the U.S. market and made the same gun as good or better and cheaper, and Colt's now you know, in and out of bankruptcy and, mm -hmm. and can't, can't poop an original thought. And that sucks because I love the Colt brand, right? Yeah. I love Colt AR-15s. I, you know, the old ones, not the new ones. Um, you know, but, but the rumor is they don't even make the new ones anymore. So yeah, but that's, that's getting off into a rabbit yeah. hole. So I, I don't know if they're, if they're bankrupt or not, man. I, um, HK, <laughs> um, it's, it's tough. To, it's tough to know with everything going on right now, but I think, so there's a couple of things in here. Uh, Vanessa Kitty on my side wants to know what a yeet cannon is. And basically, it's a it's a it's going to be the new high point. It's going to be a yeet cannon if you want to if you want to yeah. look it up. But yeet, like you said, is just an exclamation of uh, surprise or something like that. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. What was the definition of it? So, and then um, I've got another comment from Christian Gress who says, "Look, if they make a yeet cannon, it'll be my first ever high point purchase. I'm sure I won't be the only one." Very true. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah, and Richard Hughes gave me a couple of bucks here. He says, uh, "I got a high point tramp snap." Okay, if you don't if you don't send <laughs> us pictures, and we have to like make sure that's not photoshopped. Yeah, it pictures yeah. or it didn't happen. Yeah, but yeah, but we have to make sure it's not photoshopped because you, yeah. you could say that if you want to. And I do have a statement from um, from from the guy that was on Dave from High Point. But yeah, so here you have these two completely diverse companies, right? And yep. then. HK decides to go at him, and then I'm going to throw up the uh, comment that they made here. Let me see if I could do this. Okay, so this is HK says, please take some advice from someone who doesn't listen to their customers. This is HK, someone at HK in marketing saying this. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Please take some advice from someone who doesn't listen to their customers. You really, really should. <laughs> Swallow your pride, get out your crayons, and write a letter to your legions of almost new customers and call it the YC9. We promise yeah. to do a collaborative photo shoot with you. We will bring an MK23 specially marked YC45. This is not a joke. The powers wow. of two yeet cannons, the original and the little brother, would be unstoppable. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a, you know, that's a thing that they put out. So how could you not take them up on this? I think that um, High Point was trying to avoid it, but then they, there was an outcry, like you said, you were reading the, uh, you were reading <laughs> what was coming from, um, by the way, um, so the Tyven show, I don't know if you see the Tyven show on your thing or not. He's, I don't. he's a moderator here on my end. If you're looking for someone to do something, he's, he's like a trusted person. Um, oh, okay. If you, if you hey, really need I, I have super chaps popping that aren't okay. popping in yeah. my. Uh, oh, there they are. Okay. Wow, man. I, I'm a one man show. I'm, I'm without Jason tonight. Yeah. Um, I sent what, a what? thing to uh, Babyface, but so the, look for the Tyven show. Tyven show. Tyven show. Yeah. Um, and if there's anyone else on my end that can help out Mac, let me know. If Mac asks me the name, I'm going to say whether or not I trust that person. Ty, Tyven post. Post now, Tyven show. There he is. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Ivan, you are now a moderator. Yeah. Lola. I guess it didn't stick because I made him a moderator last time. You did? Thank you, okay. Tyvin, for helping out, brother. Okay, yeah. now let's get to some of these super chats that I, yes. I, uh, I blew past here. Okay. Um, and I think, I think Babyface says he's in there now, too, so you should be good. Um, every time we go live, by the way, I, you know, so, like someone's going after Mac big time, so we just need to make sure that we, you know, tamp that down. Right. Let's, let's. I got one of my super chats says, "Hey, let's talk about uh, red meat anti commie stuff." Well, you will notice the shirt that I'm wearing, and <laughs> you know what? You know what blows my mind, man, is I mm -hmm. wear my my Chi Guevara shirt that says "Ban Communists" across mm -hmm. his face, and I wear mm -hmm. my "Ban Socialism" stuff. Mm -hmm. And you'd be surprised how many how many young folks like I love your shirt, mm -hmm. you know. And it starts that conversation because that's something we were going to talk about later in the chat. Yeah. So let's, let's finish yeah. up. Yeah, we'll definitely um, get to that once we get through this whole yeet can. See, here's the thing. Some people might not have heard about this yet, so they're like, what is going on? This will be the thing you'll probably be talking about, yeet cannons. Oh, here we go. Here we go. We got, I, I got a super chat that kind of blows up or, or blows out You know what, what this yeet thing is. It says, okay, so um, yeet isn't an ex uh, exclamation of surprise. It means throw something. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <So> <laughs> that's even better. Oh, yeet, I get it. <laughs> See, I, I looked it up in the Urban Dictionary, and it said, you know, the expression yeah. of excitement or, ex or, or surprise or yeah. whatever. I didn't, okay. Yeah. So maybe that's what it is. I, I don't know. Yeah. The internet's We're, lying to me. It's going to be whatever we make it, I'll tell you that after now. <laughs> <laughs> if you search yeet cannon, it's going to be a high point. Get used to it. Um, Richard Hughes replied back. He says, uh, my wife will have to shave my back to see it. Whatevs. I don't believe it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not buying yeah. that one either. Yeah. Uh, so I, I got a guy. Uh, now Arrow is making the yeet cannon lower. Okay, so uh, that was a super chat. Thank you. That's going to happen. I believe someone's going to make a yeet cannon lower. Uh, that's going to happen. Without a doubt. Yeah, here, here, here's another here's another super chat saying, uh, and thank you for the super chat, guys. I mean, these all these videos, we used to get these monetized, and YouTube is now systematically going through and demonetizing all of our live streams. I mean, mm -hmm. we can't make money here to save our lives, and yeah. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. Yeah. Man, I remember the good old days when, you know, you could actually 
live the YouTube promise of, you know, being able to be a creator and, and do it as a job. And for you know two or three years, that was true. And then incrementally every year they have just wiped us out and now they're just done with us. Yeah. Uh, you got to anyway. check out Gunstreamer. They're here in the chat, by the way. Yeah, Gunstreamer, contact me, please. Yeah, uh, I'm. I am no longer affiliated with Full Thirty, uh, and so we can we can have a chat. I'd love to yeah. port over to your 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 site and uh, diversify. Uh, by the way, we're probably now going to have to touch on that a little bit later. I hate to hear that, though. That you um, know. No, it's not a bad thing. I mean, you know, I'm still friends with the Full Thirty guys. Mm -hmm. it's, it's just that uh, I wanted to go a different direction, and and that's it. So mm -hmm. I, I wanted to focus on. You know, I, I I have so many irons in the fire mm -hmm. that, that that I I, I don't know. I, I have to focus. I have to kind of bring down all my things that I'm doing because of my political activism. The YouTube right. channel, it's 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 you know what this is like. Yeah, it's you know, tough, I'm, man, I'm to be a one man band. Yeah, and even though I'm not an active like on the floor partner, I still have to have business meetings regularly and we have to mm -hmm. discuss serious stuff. And then, you know, trying to get into the import business and trying to, you know, find money for that. You know, it's just, I have to focus on, on the things closest yeah. to me and absolutely 30 had drifted away, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, like, like I said, we'll, we'll, you know, if, if folks want to get into that, we'll, we'll get into it. A little bit more. Christian Grest uh, gave us five bucks here on this side. He says, uh, here's five bucks. YouTube will never see. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. uh, they they Thanks. claim to, to pay more on the super chats than they do on ads, but we don't get ads anymore. And if we do, they're not really paying us for them. I mean, the, the ammo I earn on YouTube or the money I earn on YouTube now might buy a case of ammo. Yeah. So um, G. Um, Michael Jr. wants to know if your content's still going to be on full 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to leave full 30. Um, yeah. And, and I, I want to see full 30 boom. I really, really do. So yeah. I'm not going to leave. I just need to, to start being more active and uploading again. If I, I wish I wish full 30 had gun streamer functionality where the, it, like BitChute, right? Mm -hmm. If you go over to BitChute.com and look for the military arms channel, the second I post a new video to YouTube, they pull it, they pull the description, they pull the tags and then boom, it's on BitChute. Okay. And it's fully monetized over there, but you know my videos get 700 views versus mm -hmm. 60,000. But you know at least I have some place to go and there's a running backup. I don't have to actively upload to all these alternatives. I just don't have time. Yeah. Listen, we need alternatives, and um, I don't think there's there's going to be any competition in this space right now. We need people doing this to offer alternatives to, to to folks out there, right? And since it's young and in the developmental stage, we don't want something to go wrong where we all get mass deplatformed and there's no way to go. So personally, right. I'd like to support everyone that wants to do something to help out with this um, that's of merit. And my stuff is on full 30, always has been. Max, the one who put me on there years ago. Um, yeah, man. And, and, and that was yeah early on. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. I gotta, I'm going to throw up some super chats here for folks. Yeah. And thank you for all the super chats, guys. This this is awesome. Um See, due to lower firearm sales, due to Republican president, do you foresee the future of PR stunts like this from other manufacturers? I mean, that's very well could be a PR stunt. Yes, firearm sales suck. Mm -hmm. I mean, we call it the Trump slump in the industry. Once he got elected, sales stopped. The panic buying of eight years ended. And, you know, and, and there were some unscrupulous gun dealers out there that said, man, I wish Hillary would have won because that was, sales would have continued on for another four to eight years. Yeah, at the expense of our rights. I would rather live in a paper box on the street and live as a free man versus having, you know, money. And it, it's just it, it's a pe people's priorities are all screwed up. You know, I, I, I'll take a Trump slump 
because at some point it's up and down in any business and I'll take the downs. And some of the people, I think that it was even recent news, some companies so heavily invested mm -hmm. in a Hillary win. We talked about this in the last stream. They're now going out of business. Yeah. Well, we made the conscious decision at Copper not to you know, go get loans to bring in more guns. It's like, well, if Hillary um, wins, we'll deal with that. If Trump wins, we'll deal with that. And so we didn't change anything. And that would have put us out of business, too. But we made the right decision. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's yeah, it's what been you a bad. It's been a bad three years, man. It really has yeah. been. Um, Richard Hughes said, uh, gave us another couple of bucks. He says uh, Coleon slash NRA came out for suppressors. I did see that video from uh, Coleon Noir, which I think was a good video. Good to see that on NRA TV. Um, oh, and, and in support of uh, suppressors. In support of suppressors, yes. So that you know, I mean that that's that's like YouTube. a weird situation, but I do want to support like Coleon for getting out there and saying what he had to say. I, I think we all know that's his stance on this, right? He's he's been tweeting at Trump, by the way. I don't know oh, if I you've know. seen I any of that. I get a kick yeah. out of it. Yeah. I mean. You know, the, Coleon Noir is um, like the brightest guy in the room. Uh, he and I have been friends when he just had, you know, maybe a thousand subscribers. We used to talk on the phone. I just said, man, if you keep going the way you're going, you're going to blow up, dude. I love your style, your creativity. It's something I lack. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, I mean, you know, he blew up. And, and, and the thing is, is he is on our side of the argument. I, I talk to him and people in social media constantly try to set us at odds. Like, uh, what, you know, Colin Noir still supports the NRA. Well, he works for ACMAC, and yes, he's, he's a paid spokesperson for the NRA, but that doesn't mean he agrees with what Wayne does or what Chris does. And, and, and you know, he oftentimes speaks out uh, positively like he just recently did on, on suppressors. So he's an important voice in the industry. I, I just wish that people would stop trying to cause conflict between all of us that are advocating for our rights. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, we can't get down to like, well, Hank, you you're not as pro gun as I am. <laughs> therefore, I'm going to call you out because yeah. you know I, yeah. we just got to stop that stuff. Yeah, uh, we're not we're never all going to agree in life. I think what we you know what we do what we need to realize is that we need to strengthen the Second Amendment as much as possible. Right? It's been weakened. It's getting a bunch of little cuts, and we need to try to do that. But I know everyone's not going to get on the same exact page. No. With all this stuff. And for lots of different reasons, you know. Um, and right. then, I, I, you know, like you said, he works for a company. I, you know, I don't want to see him in a situation where he doesn't work for that company unless it's what he wants to do. Because it, it might be easy for us if we're mad to go, yeah, get out of that thing. You don't know what someone's bills are. Right. You know, and, yeah. we, and they do have to function in this world and take care of their bills. And he's he's uh, younger than us. And we're going to need him far into the future. He's also a great attorney, and if nothing else, he could always fall back yeah. on that and do quite well, I would imagine. Yeah. One last thing on the on the whole yeet cannon thing, I thought mm -hmm. was, and one uh, we will get into this uh, super chat. Ten bucks. He wants talking about the Constitutional Republic, and uh, you know, basically uh, DCRT every Wednesday's talks about grassroots working together in current events. What do you think? Um, we're gonna have to touch upon that and the militia stuff. Yeah. I think a little bit later in the discussion. Yeah. Um, so I wanted I wanted to shrink your head one more time, and uh -huh. oh, actually I can't do that. I gotta I gotta leave your head big because I have to split screen it three three ways. Make my head so bigger. So what was funny is, did you know that there was a Change dot org petition uh, to to do the uh, either the WLS nine 
for 360 entries or the <laughs> cannon <laughs> no. with 556 entries. Really? And, and so there was a change.org petition to force, <laughs> force them. I mean, this is so big. That's why we, I wanted to talk about it. it it's just insane so, that, that they went this far with it. So um, should I read the comment? So Dave uh, Kawicka, who uh, works for High Point and was on the show, like I said, if you guys want to see the details of the new, have you seen any of the details of it? The C9? No. Oh, okay. Well, we, well I mean, I mean, I put up a picture of it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, they, they, they've streamlined the look, made it, uh, you know, threaded a barrel for suppression. Yeah. And right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it looks a lot better than the current one. It I does. mean, but, you know, it, it's not much of a change. They've just kind of. It has the DNA. A few more, yeah. A few more lines. I mean, it, it definitely looks better. Yeah. It has the DNA. So let me see. I'm going to, before I read his comment, I sent him an email to see if he wanted to say anything about this. Since we were going to talk about it, he did respond to me. So, yes, they've made it a little bit thinner. Um, they've threaded the barrel, the magazine, um, I think it's eight, what was it before? I think it's, uh, was it eight rounds before? They've added a couple I, of rounds to it. depends on the like model, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I have the compact yeah. and it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, eight, yeah. I, seven or eight on the compact. So I think it's 10 now because it's double stacked and then at the top of it, it goes oh, cool. single stack. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a conventional magazine then. Yeah, it has a backstrap safety. Um, and no, the, no. A yeah. grip safety. Yeah. In the back. In the no, back. Who, yeah, I don't Nobody I don't. ever in the history of firearms, except in like 1905 said they wanted a grip safety. It's like do. the one thing that it's like the T handle on the M16. It's the one thing like SIG and other companies, they design a whole new gun. They put the T handle on it. The one universally hated part of the M16. Yeah. You've got to design a new gun. You put a grip safety on it. The one universally hated item on it on, on the 1911. Yeah. People put rubber bands around them in competition yeah. and stuff. I think they said they no. did it. If you shake yours, I think there's a little bit of a rattle, right? They're, this is their reasoning. This is not, you know, me. Yeah. That little bit of a rattle, they said that it gets rid of that. Uh, I'm not sure what the engineering... The rounds in my that. magazine rattle when I, you know, jump up and down. So yeah, not too worried about that. Yeah. So they did a couple of th they did a couple of things with it. Um, you know, so we'll all be seeing this. So uh, let's see. I'm just going to go to his comment. Uh, what did I do with it now? And I immediately, yeah, deleted it. Okay, here it goes. So he says, uh, YC9 is not out of the running, nor um, nor was it ever really. That's what he's saying. We were, oh, okay. we were expecting some huge responses, but not quite the torches and pitchfork response. <laughs> hey, you're dealing on the internet, dude. Yes. It's all or nothing. When you go to the internet, you can expect two things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> torches and pitchforks, and you're not going to get a serious name for your handgun. No. I mean, if you went into this thinking you're going to come out with some you know, awesome name, <laughs> that yeah. was like super yeah. high class and like no. whoa that's too cool yeah. no ain't gonna happen there's a submarine and no matter what you do mm -hmm. there's there's no right answer on the internet you you're going to get the torches and pitchforks absolutely there's a company i guess that's doing some uh, climate change uh research or something like that and they have a, a submarine like one of those drone submarines they're putting in the ocean and they did a naming thing yeah so the people chose bodie mcboatface yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah, I heard about that boating <laughs> boat face, and they named it that. That's right? the name of it, yeah, because that thing is out there in service right now, and it's boating McBoatface. The newscasters have to say that when they talk about it. So they go on <laughs> to say um, that response forced us to advance things a little, um, like the notice today. Um, 
or be destroyed via social media. <laughs> so we exactly. did. It's pretty social much that simple. Social media will destroy you. Just yeah. stop. Just stop and say, you know what? Pull, pull a SIG in the military handgun trials. You know, there's supposed to be five phases of the testing. They made it to three and the government just said, screw it. We're adopting the SIG. Yeah. Just stop the contest now. Yeah. YC9 is what it should be. Name the thing the YC9 and let's yeah. just roll with it. It's only snowballing from here. So he said to me. I'll buy one, dude videos with it yeah exactly so he says how does that work for a quote the only issue thus far is i didn't have that many visuals ready so i've scrapped a ton and i'm creating more now oh well so that's why we see like a kind of scrubby looking from the early 80s that graphic they put up on instagram Didn't oh yeah 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 Yeah, it doesn't look so awesome um so and he says for future reference the voting slash polling for next week will still be on the main high point page like it is now, so no crazy URL links. Because it was actually pretty difficult to get to this thing to vote in the first place. So yeah. hopefully they sort all that out and then everyone goes in there. But I think it's too late. You're going to get the yeet cannon whether you like it or not. Or someone <laughs> else is going to sell a ton of those. Yeah, right? Uh, you know? uh, yeah, I mean, somebody, somebody else is going to run with it, so you might as well run with it. Yeah, yeah. So, so hopefully right. they get that worked out. All right, I know we've got a bunch of things we wanted to go on to. We're, uh, we're, yeah, we're half hour in, and, and yeah. uh, thank you for all the super chats, guys. They they really do help out, and I, and I can't keep up with all the questions. But I'm scrolling through, looking for the super chats, and trying to pop them up on the screen. If there's a, a question or something in there, I'm gonna try to answer it. I know Hank's doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, I, we uh, we we don't we don't have any sponsors on this channel. We're all 100% supported by 100% uh, supported by our viewers. So through Patreon or through super chats and. YouTube, whatever they decide, what few pennies they want to throw us. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, somebody made a comment that it was like 50-50 with YouTube. It's more like 70-30 our favor uh, mm -hmm. on Super Chats. So. Yeah. Um, and then just since you said that, I know this channel does have a couple of sponsors. This one's sponsored by Gun Prime. Um, if you guys haven't checked out Gun Prime, they always have some really cool deals. I got a Keltec RDB from them for less than 800 bucks. Wow. So... Yeah, I'm gonna be I like doing the RDB. Stuff. Yeah, I like it too. I did a video on it that kind of got me in trouble. I don't know if you remember mm -hmm. that. It's from back in the days. Uh, How could I forget? Yeah, they got kind of mad at me. They, they they forgave me for everything I did to the KSG. I, yeah. I think think they'd eventually forgive you. Yeah. It's uh, ironic because I kind I don't know if anyone knows this or not, but I kind of like helped broker the uh, the the relationship between you guys because I know they were really mad at you. Oh, yeah. You know, and I was like, and, and, and I went down there to, to, to make things worse at Eric's. Yeah. So I bought a brand new one in the box, unfired. <laughs> I remember this. From a local dealer. And I brought it down there because mm -hmm. I, I knew Chad from Caltech was going to be there. And I, I was going to say, hey, man, I was going to hand it to him on the firing range and hand him ammunition and say, let's see if it works. Mm -hmm. And, um, and yeah. I was just trying to, I, I was just being me, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what I told <laughs> him. I kind of stoking the flames and, right. and we wound up actually talking it through and he was actually just a cool dude. And now him and I are really good friends and, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I won't say their products are perfect, but what I do believe is if you do have a problem, send it to them, they'll take care of it. Yeah. I mean, they, um. I, they come up with, if nothing else, they come up with some really innovative stuff. Yeah, I am a fan of what they do. And I remember telling them in, in regards to you back when they were really mad at you. Um, if this guy really hated you guys, why would he buy three KSGs? Doesn't make right. any kind of sense. This is a bullpup guy. It was you know. it was a birthday present to myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And 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 I I showed it how it cut my wrist. I still have the scar there, and I, I had to wrap my <laughs> wrist in a like a shop rag with tape because mm -hmm. it was kicking the empties out, and the the rim of the empties was hitting my wrist, and it had blood running down my yeah. arm. 
Yeah. And, so. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Richard Hughes wants me to ask you if you're if you wear a size medium shirt. Yesterday, so uh, Trump was here in Orlando, and they were uh, he had a rally, and there were counter protests. And uh, one of our guys, Richard Hughes, went out there to uh, kind of be like the man on the street live, and he bought this T-shirt that has like Trump's head on a Justin Bieber kind of sexy body with tattoos and yeah. guns and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really ridiculous. But I don't know if you, I don't know, are you a medium? I don't know. That's the, that's me, what I'm, I wear X large. I can oh, wear large, but I do XL because it gives me a little bit of, you know, hangs because I carry obviously appendix. And I'm trying to conceal the, the firearm. So I don't do mediums. Yeah. Uh, that's not for real. I quit men. lifting weights about a decade ago when I got married. <laughs> so I went from, I should show people pictures of what I look like. 10 you used years to ago. wear a medium so you could look more puffed up. Is that what mediums, man? Yeah, dude, I was, I was a gym rat for you oh, know, boy. a long time and, and, yeah. uh, not, not so much anymore. Uh, you go back to my early, early videos, you're going to see arms yeah. a lot bigger than they are now. That is for um, short dudes, man. That's not for tall guys like you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for, for tall dudes like me to get any mass, man. We, yeah. we, no matter what we do, we look skinny. Yeah. No matter how, I mean, I'm studs running around doing, you know, 100 pound dumbbells, one in each hand doing two, 10 presses on a bench. And, you know, I still look like a stick, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, okay. off topic. What are the most reliable mags and ARs? Keep up doing what you're doing. Big fan. I, I like P mags and Lancers. I, the only, the only gripe I have against Lancers is every once in a while you'll find one that's just a little too stiff on the tension. And because they have metal feed lips, which is the reason I like them, uh, that first round when you go to release the bolt, you'll see it in the BCM torture test or endurance test video we're doing. Mm -hmm. It won't chamber that first round. So you have to pull the back bolt back and let it go again. Uh, and if you have a magazine that does that, just toss it or return it and get another one. Uh, most of them don't, but every once in a while you'll find one that will. And if you're going to run steel cased ammunition, run P mags. Yeah. Uh, P mags don't leave them loaded. Lancers leave them loaded forever. Okay. Uh, P mags, unless you use that little thing that everybody throws away, and and it compresses and keeps the pressure because their feed lips are polymer. Oh, okay. Time they start to stretch, and then you'll start getting double feeds, and then the magazine's bad. So. Oh, okay. Um, so that's that, what that little thing is for. Yeah, it's supposed to clip on top to take the pressure off the rounds pushing up on the polymer feed lips. Oh, okay. So if you're not using that on a P mag, then don't leave everything like how. So how long can you leave something in it loaded in a p-mag before you have to unload it you think honestly man i, I have p-mags that are five or six years old with heavy use mm -hmm. and you know with heavy use eventually they they start to get the double feeds where it'll try to pop two rounds out of the magazine mm -hmm. at the same time and that's just when you throw them away i mean they're really affordable and you just kind of have to cycle through them and mm -hmm. keep them marked and you know if, if you have your go to war stuff you know i would definitely use the clips on them mm-hmm but nobody uses them because who wants to pull a magazine out of the mag pouch, pop a decompression clip off the top of the magazine and stick it in the gun, right? Yeah. So if you have preloaded magazines and your choice is P mags, just use that little that compression clip and lock it in there and then st store them that way. Mm -hmm. But then if you're like loading up your kit to, you know, you know, shiznit hits a fan or whatever, pop those things off and put them in your carriers. Okay. But, um, yeah, I never know to, what to do with those things. I know that they go back on there, but I'm like, well, what do I do with Well, they with clip them on the middle? bottom, right? Just yeah. for storage, and you can put them back on the top. But yeah. uh, what PMAG needs to do is just do metal reinforced. It's like what they do with the AK mags. Mm -hmm. They were originally polymer, and then the second generation had steel reinforced feed lips. Yeah. And uh, they just need to do that. I would love to see a Gen 4 P mag that has steel reinforced feed lips. That would solve all the problems. I'd never buy another magazine. Yeah. Um, buy your mags when they're on sale. Rock. Yes, they do. Challenge targets. Challenge Got a video. Targets. They just came out. Reset up our range. That'll be that'll be posted either. Okay, late that's your hat. Time. Yeah. Okay. This is so so. Notice that I'm not all like all flush and whited out now. It's mm -hmm. this. 
this black hat with the white letters and the gray background, it, like the color balance is fixed. If mm-hmm. I take this hat off and put on a gray hat or something else, then then I you're gonna make... go pasty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, did, uh, do you have world problems? Do you have other uh, questions in there? People want to get answered. Uh, keep fighting the good fight, Matt. God bless. God bless you and everybody else, guys. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. God bless America. God bless America. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, I don't have any. If there's any questions on my end, let me know. If you guys have questions for Mac that you wanna that you wanna get to, and uh, I'll get those questions to him. Uh, I see lots of comment on uh, the P Max thing. Uncle Mike says, "I thought those were just dust covers." <laughs> I, I had no idea. <laughs> no, <laughs> they they perform critical function. That's to extend the service yeah. life of your magazines if you leave them loaded. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah. someone great. needs to do a video on that. Oh wait, you can't Jason do videos. Jason just walked in. Good, because I have spammers super chatting me. Yeah. Do, well, okay, so here's a here here here's the dilemma. If a spammer is going to pay to spam you, that's crazy. Should you just let them? Yes. Say and continue yeah. to pay to spam yeah. you. Yeah. But read their comment like this. Don't you know what? It, what? It, well, are their comments good stuff or bad stuff? Uh, it actually, it was it was just a, a call to do a legal defense fund, so I don't actually think it's a true spammer. Oh, okay. I put it up anyway for a brief moment. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, you know, listen, it, the money is going to guns, bullets, and the Second Amendment. Right. So to keep us fighting, 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 yeah. fighting. Would you take Bloomberg money? <laughs> no, not that, unless he said. No, never mind. Yeah. Well, let's so let's Will say he was running. <laughs> Maybe in that case. I, let's I, say he's running ads against your your videos or something like that. So whenever your videos, I can't control air, that. Yeah. You know. You know. During the elections, I had Hillary ads running on my videos, and people mm-hmm. were sending me angry emails, like I like pick Hillary ads. <laughs> YouTube does that. Yeah, I have no I, control over what ads they run when they would run them. Yeah, we got no control over that, but we can use their money for good. So there it goes. Okay, if you want to jump into something here. Uh, Thank you, Canadian AR-15 guy. Uh, Dallas Federal Building Shooter. You did see this. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, so this is so this is, this is where I got to shrink your head because this, this, this is funny. So let me get back down here to where uh, 180 seconds ideas. So um, the he, he he did <laughs> he did a, a great one that that had uh, this is your brain on Grand Thumb and it shows uh, the, the French the French commando going in uh-huh. and this this is your brain on Nut and Fancy and it's the <laughs> I, I hate picking on Nut and Fancy because I don't want any but I you know I get yeah. along fine with with nothing yeah. but when when he put this gun drama Johnny I mean this is what he does right yeah He's that's a mean what, guy yeah. and and. I, yeah. and <laughs> I about, you know, everyone, everyone uh, uh, to laughing. so to Johnny, he's a equal opportunity offender with everyone. Oh, so. yeah. He picks on everybody. Yeah. So we I all got to get over it. You'll level his sights on me if he makes fun of you to get over it. Actually, I encourage him. I, I'm like, dude, why do you leave me out of your videos? Why do you? And he, and he honestly said he's like, well, in person, you're, you scare me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why do I scare you? I'm like, not a scary dude at all. I'm six foot five, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like I'm some imposing figure mm-hmm. or I walk in and scowl at everybody, but I've had to reassure him several times. Like, I'm not going to take it personally. And I, yeah. I want to be made fun of, you know, yeah, I, there's I, nothing wrong with you that. Hang out with me. I make fun of myself all the time. Yeah. I think that's all part of the process and we shouldn't get, you know, too crazy. There's a, there's, a, I mean, I think there's a line where some people get mean, but I don't really, I haven't seen anything that he's done that I would really consider to be that. So. Um, while you're popping up that thing, I'm going to try to pop up a picture here. There's the famous picture because, you know, when this whole thing unfolded, right, I think this guy never got into the building. 
But um, no, he started shooting at police outside, and yeah. the police responded immediately and double tapped him in the chest, and he was out of the game, and he didn't hurt anybody but himself. Yeah. The funny thing is, there was a photographer. So if you look at the picture that I'm throwing up, there's this famous picture of him kind of like crouching, coming out, and he has on the the yeah. mask around. I just his showed face. my my audience that too. Yeah. So he has all of that stuff. Well, there's a photographer that took that and is literally right there, and the and he made eye contact with the guy, and then. And then went went away. And this guy also did video that you guys can see online. It's really interesting. Um, if this guy, I think at this moment, he already caught a couple of shots. If he didn't, he would have probably came after this guy. So, right. um, you know, good work in terms of the guys who were there and responded to this and took this threat out. You know? Yeah, I guess the guy was Army. Um you know, my, my buddy Jason served in the army and, and, uh, he was looking at the unit patches and stuff that he had on. And mm-hmm. it, I, 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 I don't know what the background on the guy was. Um, yeah. but, there's, but anyway, there's some weird stuff in this picture, like the way that his gun has like duct tape around it. Oh, he has this, he, he's, he's totally, it's weird. <laughs> he's a hot mess, dude. The, the yeah. slings all goofy and hanging and dangling. And I mean, obviously, uh, I, I would probably say he was not a combat MOS, but maybe he was, and he was just a, yeah. you know, and even the way for what they were, but it's, it's profanity and I don't cuss on my channel. So, right. Yeah. Even like he has like, um, he, he has a Velcro on the magazines and there's all kinds of weird things going on. He's carrying on a DPMS for God's sake. If you get in a gunfight, don't take a DPMS. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, um, high anyway, point carbine, so- high point carbine. I have a, a, somebody here that's asking a super chat, asking how mm-hmm. to uh, to make a difference. They participate. They, they you know, they, they support us. Um, they appreciate the info on the NRA. Anything else? Yes. When uh, you can always send emails to your representative state and federal, uh, make phone calls to them and, and just share stuff on social media. Just sharing these videos on social media helps reach more people. That's the whole concept of social mm-hmm. media. If one person shares it, two people see it, they share it, four people, six, eight, 10, 12, right? So that, that's how we get the message out. And we just got to do a grassroots thing. When when Obama was president and he was threatening uh, additional assault weapons bans or a new assault weapons ban, social media quickly organized protests in almost every 50, on almost all 50 states at the state capitals. I, I went to mine, mm-hmm. right? And a lot of people did. I knew they happened in Florida and they happened elsewhere. And, um, and, and that was grassroots, and, and that's the stuff you have to be on the lookout for. And please don't go asleep when we have a Republican in office because Trump and um, uh, Bush 41 and Reagan, more Republicans have done bad things to our rights than Democrats have. It's not for a lack of trying on the Democrats' part. They try. It's just that gun owners are more active when Democrats are in office, and then they go to sleep when Republicans are in office. And yeah. that's not good. You've got to stay proactive no matter who's in office yeah. because they all want to strip you of your rights. Right. Uh, let me see. I've got a super chat uh, from Armament and Axis. <laughs> he says, Tim's getting all the money tonight. Uh, that's good. That's a good thing. I think, uh, you know, the folks. So what we're because we're simulcasting this, here's what's happening. Max able to put this up at the same time on his channel and get folks to support him. I'm able to do this over here on my side. You guys all get to enjoy it. You can bounce. You can go back and forward and see what am I. Yeah, sh- open up two windows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, or look at it later and all that kind of stuff. I'm ha- I have fun when we do this. Yeah, I love yeah, it. I think, I, I think we have a, a good conversation yeah, every time. And yeah. We're going to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, so well, um, I just want to address this one, Super Chat, mm-hmm. um, saying I should choose a sponsor, be upfront about it, and choose a company that wouldn't affect the ma- majority of what you do. So, uh, like like Federal Ammo. So um, I, I I I promised 
our Patreons, when we went to Patreon, when YouTube, you know, Adpocalypse hit and we all got demonetized, literally mm-hmm. everything got shut off for weeks. Uh, I, I just in a panic went to, to Patreon because I'd already lost my day job and that income from YouTube was making my mortgage payment mm-hmm. and it was just gone. And I was scared, like, you know, wow, I very little cash reserves. It was, it was a bad situation. Yeah. And so I just started Patreon and I said, look, if you support us on Patreon, we will be 100% viewer supported. We will not take any industry money. And I was thinking it would be a little bit different than what everybody else was doing. And so we, we went with it and I made the promise and I can't change it. So when um, I get an idea, like I, we were thinking about doing a hunting channel, which we could do strictly with sponsors, right? There would be no crossover between Mac and the, and the Mac hunting channel. Mm-hmm. The hunting channel would have sponsors, you know, a firearm sponsor, an ammo sponsor, where they give us product and money. Mm-hmm. And we would go on hunts. It'd be a completely separate thing. We'd never cross over with the products to the other channel. Mm-hmm. And, That's cool. Uh, we, but we put it to a vote to our Patreons, and mm-hmm. 10% of our Patreons said no. Okay. Uh, they, they did not think that, that, that it could still contaminate my opinions, and therefore we nixed it. 10% is all it took to nix it. So uh, we take our Patreon support very seriously because without it, we, um, we're out of business. Absolutely. I think, you know, I think you're doing a good thing. People appreciate it. James Miller gave us uh, 15 bucks. He says, uh, you know, Hank, I'm a patron of you and Tim. I love these chats between the two of you. Keep up the great work. Um, I think that the folks out there uh, understand how everyone has to do their thing a little bit differently, you know? And so, so I think, so, you know, that's good. Go ahead. Um, I got a super chat and I'm scared. Uh, I'm a fan of you, Mac, and respect you, Hank. Uh, please check out Yankee Marshall's latest call out video. What What did he do? <laughs> I don't know. I saw lots of comments here that Yankee Marshall did a rant. Someone's going to have to let us know what he was ranting what, about. What was he ranting about? Yeah. I don't. I'm not. It really scares sure. me. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, <laughs> is it every video that Yankee Marshall does a rant video? Uh, I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, that's what he does, man. I yeah. mean, he, he's, he's, he's a great commentator and uh-huh. he likes stirring the pot, man. That's, that's his brand. So, yeah. Um, in person, he's really nice. I saw him at a shot show one time and him and I were talking for like three hours and Lola's yeah. like, what is wrong with you? Cause we were just standing in the same spot, just talking yeah. for hours and hours. I haven't hours. met him in person. No, I mean, he, he's, uh, we, we've talked on the phone many times, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've never met him in person. Yeah. Um, and, uh, let me just say this before we move on from Yankee Marshall. So Babyface, um, his dog, it, it, it's called Buckshot. Uh, really, you know, uh, that's like his spirit animal, animal and Buckshot got hurt. One day Babyface came out to visit me, make a long story short, he ran into something. I think he was chasing one of the neighbor's dogs and ran into something and basically like broke the lower part of his jaw. And um, lots of folks helped out, but Yankee Marshall did a big call out about that. So that should just yeah, be a signal big. of who he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you watch his videos at the end, he's always saying support your local animal shelter and stuff. And, and I know that, that a lot of his proceeds, I guess he is well off and, and been very successful in business and yeah. stuff. And so he doesn't need the money from the Internet. And so he donates, I guess, all most of, if not all of his revenue to um, animal shelter yeah. type stuff and, and saving animals. And then also he does the the gun thing for uh, buying guns for people that can't afford them. So okay. that's good stuff. Uh, um, so there's some things coming in here says uh uh he wants people to fight 1669 uh, is that the washington state thing that maybe that's what that i yeah. thought was spam earlier right i would have to look up that particular one but i'm seeing that from several people um and then someone says uh hickok was mentioned by the yankee marshall surprise um yeah you know so Fav- favorite target there yeah 
Um, I think right, so I, I would default to what you usually say about all of that. I mean, ultimately, you know, we're not all going to be on the same page exactly. So, so when am I going to do a collaboration video with Grand Thumb? We've we've spoken. We both want to do it, but we're both wildly crazy busy. Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, someday it'll happen, man, because he's been a big supporter of the channel. Uh, he's blown up. He's going to pass me in short order mm -hmm. uh, in terms of subscribers, and so uh, I, I would love to do a video with him. And uh, hopefully we'll, we'll we'll get that done. We, did you, we spoke did about you, it. We both agreed to it. It's just okay. we haven't set time. Did you get to a million yet? Nope. I mean, they, dude, I, I'm watching um, everybody mm -hmm. right now. Everybody in the gun community is trending down in subscribers. It's almost like they've instituted some new algorithm that's just further messing with us. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like if you take a look at a channel like Iraq Veteran, for example, he would do 1,000, 1,500 new subs a day. On average, I do five or six. And now he's down to like 300 and I'm down to two or 150 and then it'll pop up to 500 and it's weird. And I go and look, I go look at all the other popular channels and I see the same downward trend. It, it, they're running some sort of algorithm that's further messing with us. Okay. And so that's just on the gun side, right? The other, the other um, sections of YouTube, are they going up or is it like a summer slump? I, I, I haven't really looked into it to be honest with you. And, uh, I, I just looked at the trend with, with the, uh, with the gun guys, I mean, uh, here, here's my little animation where you click the subscribe and then there's this little bell that you can click and that little bell will give you notifications when we post a new video because <laughs> YouTube will not send out notifications yeah. that we've posted new videos. So you, you actually have to subscribe and, and, uh, and actually click that notification bell. Sometimes you'll find you've clicked the notification bell and then you stop getting notifications, you go back to my page, and lo and behold, it's unclicked for you. It's kind of like Instagram. I can I, I go through Instagram, and uh, I every day or every few days I'll see negative one, negative one on Social Blade where I'm unfollowed pages. I don't unfollow anybody on Instagram. I haven't unfollowed a page in a year. Mm -hmm. But if you go back through, you'll see I'm unfollowing people randomly. Mm -hmm. And same thing's happening to us. I get comments all the time. And everybody's saying, oh, you're just a con conspiracy theorist. I'm like, no, man. It's, it's like you, you have this trend that's – it just stops and, it, and then it comes back up and it goes back down. And it comes mm -hmm. back up. They got called out for it and, and, and Instagram actually said that it was a mistake. Uh, yeah, their algorithm was a little too aggressive in squashing us. Yeah, we see that this. That was really a mistake. We see this in the news all the time. There's all kinds of shenanigans going on. Um, there was a company, I believe it's Genius. I'm just pulling this off the top of my head. You know, when you're listening to a song, you want to know the lyrics. I think Genius has specialized in putting out the lyrics, but Google was stealing that from them. And when they accused, when they were like, Google, you're stealing our stuff, Google said, no, we wouldn't do that. So Genius put in Morse code. On, on the periods of them writing out like what people, you know, the lyrics, they put in yeah. a Morse code message and it showed up on Google. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, how they so, proved so it. So Google, Google, I mean, we're, we're off in the weeds here again, but Google, Google's and, and Facebook, you know, they've been looked at many times by Congress. So monopolies aren't technically illegal in the United States, but if you, if, if you become a monopoly and there is no real competition and you start doing things like swaying the outcome of elections mm -hmm. based upon your, your actions, uh, you, you get treated differently and they can force a breakup. And, and so this is like the third or fourth time Google and Facebook have been looked at because they're, they're definitely censoring. They're, they, they claim that, that they want protection so they can't be sued for the content we post. But then they also don't they, they also want to be able to moderate. Well, you can't have your cake and eat it too under U.S. law. So if you're going to moderate content, then you can be sued for the content you don't catch. Mm -hmm. So either give us free speech or – and stop moderating or moderate and be liable for what we post. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, 
uh, yeah, I mean, that's just U.S. law. And, and now you have, you know, they're squashing us and they're promoting their their left agenda. Uh, you know, it, it's kind of funny. I was I was watching the news because Trump made his, you know, uh, 2020 bid announcement down in Florida. You know, people waiting 40 hours to get in, absolutely packed. And uh, and and once he made a negative comment about CNN, they blacked it out. They stopped coverage. MSNBC just stopped coverage. They're just like stopping coverage. And then then it turns out that that MSNBC is the only news channel that's going to be allowed to cover the Democratic uh, uh, first Democratic convention or the Democratic convention coming up. And then they're going to have commentators like Al Sharpton and somebody else. I don't think it's Rachel Maddow, but somebody, yeah. you know, like true journalists, right? They're 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 not, you know, crazy uh, commentators uh, or yeah. journalists. They're commentators, and 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 but they, you know, C-SPAN and and even CNN has been shut out. And so this is what happens with socialism. This is what happens when you give power to governments and and individuals to 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 govern your lives. You start seeing things like this, mm-hmm. and that's. Why we we fight yeah. so hard against it, man? Yeah, I think they're, they're, I think the people try to sway the outcome right. of they're gonna they're gonna show you know the top runners they're gonna show and I'm I'm predicting this they're gonna show Biden and they're gonna show Bernie Sanders mm-hmm. and they may show one other but all of the other twenty odd people that are polling really low they're not gonna they're not gonna get as much airtime they're trying to sway who what the Democratic pick is gonna be by going strictly to MSNBC. Yeah. By the way, I think I think that this is what people should do, regardless of what side you're on. Um, obviously, we may be talking to folks on our side. Go out, go out there, organize together, and do your own debates and leave these guys out of it. You might find you'll get a bigger audience. You can do your own debates. Um, they can even get together and do live debates like the way Mac and I are doing this. You know, and, and I think that that in under a structure like that, maybe where they take questions from the the folks who are tuning in and all that, uh, more people are going to tune into that than this like show that um, that MSNBC and these guys are putting on. Uh, Tap Rack Bang gave me a couple of bucks here. He says, uh, "Why not live stream on your Hank Strange channel?" Um, so there's a couple of things with that. We switched away from the Hank Strange channel for doing it because they literally pulled us off the air once over there mm-hmm. midstream <laughs> yeah midstream they pulled us off the air would not let me have access to that video um and then you know there were things that happened like they deleted that whole channel and all that kind of stuff so i decided to split everything i'm doing things over there i'm doing uh just predominantly the podcast here on this channel i also split off some other content that i'm making but I wanted to split up those two things, put the gun videos over there, have this here. So if they take one out, the other one's there. They've even gone after this channel. And so if they go after this, I could bounce back to Hank Strange. If they go after Hank Strange, I could bounce over here. Just seems to work out better. The harder part is getting everyone to realize, because I do have, I think I'm approaching 80,000 followers on Hank Strange. But like Max said, it's really hard. And it's particularly hard um, for me, having come in after Mac and a lot of other guys, right, into the game. They've just made it more and more difficult for us to grow. So like when they're stopping you, Mac, it makes it even more difficult for guys that are starting to do this now to grow. Yeah. Which I, oh, there's I some really good folks out there. I mean, yeah. I, I'm always the, like honest outlaws, the guy that I watch mm-hmm. you and, and others that, that, um, that yeah. don't get the airtime. But keep in mind when we started doing this 11 years ago, there weren't a whole lot of serious gun channels or content on mm-hmm. YouTube. So it was easy for us to grow early on. Uh, guys yeah. just coming in the last year or two, you know, they have to claw their way to the top, but it can be yeah. done. Yeah. TGC News is, is, is growing very quickly because yeah. the, 
their unique content. You have um, to you have to focus on what you're doing. That's one of the yeah. things if you're going to do this. You do have to focus like TGC is doing and lots of other guys out there are doing. Like Don't narrow focus on what you do. Somebody else. Mm -hmm. Try to do something unique. Yeah. And as, as hard as that may sound, um, you yeah. know. Uh, and, and so that's why you never see a tabletop review. I was never, you know, I, I never wanted to do what Nut and Fancy was doing. I did my own thing. I don't even like saying what we do as reviews. Mm -hmm. uh, the Gun you. Control Act 1968 were Democrats very well may, may be, but it was also supported and partly written by the NRA. Um, yeah. See, what bullet do I prefer per pigs? I like the 6.5 Grindle and the Hornady Black Ammo. We've planted some big hoss pigs with one shot okay. uh, with a 6.5 Grindle. You like the Grindle? What, what uh, brand are you getting the Grindle? Is that um, – oh, I forgot the name of that. There was, a, there was some guys importing the Grindle or is that just really common right now? Oh, the Grindle is really, really popular. Okay. Right? Uh, everybody's federal loads for it. Okay. Um, uh, Hornady loads for it. The black ammo is what we've been using. I'm going to try out okay. some federal here. Uh, and federal does send us ammunition for free. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, yeah, I mean, it, it's the, the, um, the steel case stuff. Wolf is importing Wolf, it. Wolf, that's what I was thinking. Two MOA, but it, oh, okay. costs, it costs the same as 7.62 by 39. Oh, okay. So, and it shoots about two MOA, so it's great practice ammo, mm -hmm. and it's great, you know, sight-in ammo. And then you buy the more expensive stuff when you're going to go hunting or target shooting. Uh, it, it, and it has twice or more the energy of 5.56, and we're going to go out tomorrow, shoot video of us shooting 6.5 Grindle to 1,000 yards out of an 18-inch AR-15. Uh, I've already done it, you know, before, and we're going to do it again just to show you that it's a true 1,000-yard cartridge where – Two two three isn't it, it? It it may get a bullet out there, but it's just not accurate anymore. Yeah, so or it, it has no power. Okay, one quick thing. Um, someone actually changed their name in the chat to Yeet Cannon. How <laughs> <Yeah>, funny! <laughs> it won't go away. <laughs> There's gonna be T-shirts. <laughs> Boy, that's so I got asked, do I live in Washington State? I was I was stationed there at what was then called Naval Submarine Base Banger. It's now Naval Submarine Base Kitsap, mm -hmm. and I guarded nuclear weapons. I was a security force Marine. Okay, cool. Um, Yee Cannon asked this question. He says, hey, Hank, when Hangout Meets on Air is gone, do you know any alternatives? Um, uh, I think we're going to have to develop some alternatives. Yeah, we yeah. will. And we need to roll into the militia discussions because somebody else yeah. just said point being right. that yeah. you cannot trust any political party. Bingo. Yeah. And that's why I, I, I am not a Republican. I am not a Democrat. They both screw us equally. And, and people need to stop this partisan politics because it's becoming so corrosive where, you know, people are unfollowing family members because they voted for Trump or they voted for Biden or you know mm -hmm. Hillary or whatever. And and it's reached epic proportions in the news media where Fox and CNN are just polar opposites of each other spewing propaganda mm -hmm. and neither one of them is, sh is telling the whole story or the truth and the truth is somewhere in between but they all have agendas and it, you know and people it's easy to say well I'm Republican I love Fox I'm a Democrat I love CNN and but, but they're going into their camps and there was a time in America and I remember it when you know, like the, the party of JFK, where it wasn't so caustic, it wasn't so corrosive, and Americans weren't ready to go to war over it. But we're reaching that that level, I, I fear, based upon what I see, just like we were talking about MSNBC getting exclusive rights to the Democratic convention. It has become so caustic and so corrosive and so dangerous right now. It's such a tinderbox that the second American Civil War may be just around the corner. Yeah. I mean, people, it, it it's just like... There was huge divisions in this country in the 1860s, 
and 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 you know by early 1865 it was it was reach or 1860 uh, it was reaching fever pitch and then boom it erupted into uh, a civil war and people think oh, it'll never happen here really uh, it, civil wars have happened to first world countries before yeah um, and so don't think it can't happen. And that's kind of, I guess, segueing yeah. into what we want to talk so about. So yeah, there was a there was a video that you shared with me, and there's other things going on out there um, that people are surmising. This neither one of us is calling for anything like this. You know, it's just something that's floating out there in the air because of this like psychosis, as Max said, that the media is putting on people, regardless of what side you're looking at it from. Um, and then just things that are going on in reality that we all see so clearly. So the the question I would be that I would ask with that is like, do you think we're headed to civil war? And then the second part of that, how what should people be doing out there to prepare for anything? At the same time, we understand like they have to live their lives, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and my buddy Jim Nugent comes in with uh, with a big super chat. Mm -hmm. um, thank you, brother. YouTube is definitely hell bent on destroying the platform. Yes, they are. It's like the more scrutiny that that YouTube comes under, and the more fire they're receiving in the media on on both sides of the aisle, the, they they're like doubling and tripling down on stupid. They're mm -hmm. they're deplatforming de people at a faster rate, and despite the fact Congress is looking into them for doing it. Yeah. Um, so it, it's it's crazy. But so but that's just part of this caustic. It, it's playing out in the media. It's playing out in social media. It's playing out with corporate giants and it's playing out with individuals like us. It has become so dangerous that, you know, really, you should be preparing for um, what may become the inevitable. Now, I do not want civil war. That's the last thing I want to see this country go through, because what we come out on the other end with now, like this video we were talking about, I'll uh, I'll pop it up here. Yeah. It's a YouTube video. It has uh, 614,000 views, and basically, it's an hour-long breakdown of left versus right in a second American civil war. And I can tell you what it comes the, the conclusion it comes to an hour later is that the right would win because they have all the guns, they have most of the military training, blah 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 blah. Um, but you know, it, it's it's one of those things that that I don't want my children to be exposed to because it's, it's, it, it literally means you go to war with your next door neighbor. It's what happened in, in Kosovo and Serbia. And, and, you know, when, when the Yugoslavia, uh, fell off and, and they, they had their, their, their civil war. I mean, it, that was just in, in the, what, late nineties when that went down. So, um, and it was brutal, absolutely brutal. And so it, the same thing would happen here. And, and you may wind up neighbors would kill your kids or whatever. And it, it's just not something I want to see. I, I would hope that we could walk this back and, and these news outlets and, and social media platforms would stop this divisionary tactics that they're using, trying to silence one group and, and promote the agenda of another and get back to free civil discussion and exchange of ideas. But I mean, even in our, in our own Congress, we can't get stuff we desperately need done because the the Democrats will never do anything to give Trump bonus points. And when, when Obama was in office, the Republicans were never going to do anything positive to give Obama bonus points. So we, we have this constant do nothing, you know, Congress yeah. that all they want to do is sit around and vote themselves raises, which they're doing currently. Yeah. Do you think that um, that there's folks out there that are pushing for this? Because they think out of that they're going to get more control over us. Well, so I, I think the people on, on our side of the argument, the gun people, think that 
we're naturally going to win any type of conflict. Therefore, we're going to reinstitute the the original Constitution and Bill of Rights, and we're going to start fresh, and it's going to be better, and it's going to be, you know, everything that that was originally envisioned. But the reality is, even if we, the gun people, won that conflict, there's no guarantee we wouldn't wind up with a dictator. There's no guarantee we would ratify the original Constitution and Bill of Rights. There's no guarantees to any of that. And and so to think that, yeah, we win, therefore we get everything that we think that we want and everybody thinks something different and a dictator comes to power, um, then you know, a, a military general – yeah. It has it basically like Rome that has the support of the most number of troops. You know, Negan, um, if that's a Walking Dead reference, you know that's a very very likely scenario. So don't don't get too anxious for something like that mm-hmm. and try everything you can to avoid it. Um, but on the other hand, prepare. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also we all we're always running the risk, and I think if, for anyone who hasn't looked at that video, I did pop it up on my screen. Um, it's called Civil War II in America from, I think it's uh, John Mark, if anyone wants to uh, check it out. Good video to at least look at and think about it. You know, one it of the- It breaks it down. Seems to, it seems to be, you know, fairly level-headed. I don't mm-hmm. know if I agree with all the, the conclusions that are drawn, but- yeah. um, uh, So here's you know. one of the things he did talk about in there. And this is, to me, it's one of the variables. You don't know how that's going to go. If we really get into something like that, um, outside interference, China, Russia, they might come in, support one oh, side or the will. other. Yeah, but that's not always a good thing. <laughs> you know, yeah. and you don't know where no. that ends up and why they're doing it and all that kind of stuff and what deals they make with whoever they do it with. And there's lots of motivation for them to do that. Ultimately, not only are we a breadbasket, but we also represent, uh, we consume a lot of what the world makes, I guess is a good way to say it, right? We're consuming yeah. a good chunk of what the world makes. So there's lots of people out in the world that would like to get us locked down. And we have to think about all of this uh, before we get into it. So how, what what ways do you think um, people should like what are the basic things you think folks out there should be doing to prepare for this? Um, well, first of all, uh, Shannon did another a super chat mm-hmm. and he uh, he says he's a former bubblehead uh, fast attack. That means um, mm-hmm. he was he was on a boomer. He was on a fast attack sub. And uh, I, I, it's been many, many years ago. But I want to mm-hmm. say was that Delta Pier. Uh, if you go to Google Maps, you can actually look at the, the installation. You actually see fast attack boats sitting there in that little triangle uh uh, dock that they had pull up to. Um, and then the uh, the Tridents actually are undercover out of satellite view. Mm. But um, anyway, so um, that's cool, man. Yeah. Uh, the submariners, that's definitely something I wouldn't want to do. I don't want to be in a boat that's designed to sink. Yeah. Um, let me, I'm not sure they'll be on land let people shoot at me. Yeah, let me get to a couple of Super Chats before you do this. Some, some of this is not yep. relative, but let's get to it quick. Crackbot gave us a couple of bucks. He wants to know what we like best, 6.5 Grendel or uh, 224V. Uh, I I don't know enough about either one. I have shot the 6.5 Grendel. I think I would have to refer to Mac on that one. I don't get into the super exotic uh, rounds as much. I wait until Mac has made it mainstream, and then I think about it. So that's how I get there. <laughs> I'm a 6.5 everything. So if I'm going after bigger game mm-hmm. or even Prairie Dogs, I like 6.5 Creedmoor. Uh, 6.5 mm-hmm. Grendel fits into it, what I call short action AR. It's not an AR-10 size. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have We have – 
long action ARs, mid action, which is kind of a hybrid between an AR-10 and an AR-15. They have uh, tapered buffer tubes and uh, are bolt carriers that go into a standard M4 buffer tube versus what would be a traditional 308 buffer tube. And then we have the just standard AR-15. Uh, the 6.5 Grindle fits into a six and a half pound rifle and it gives you the energy you need to cleanly harvest game 500 mm -hmm. yards, you know. Okay. And, and and there's no additional recoil to speak of, um, you know, and it, it's just an incredible performer, and it has a lot more power than 5.56 five, with the same overall length, and it works out of standard AR-15 magazines with a follower change. Okay. Um, and then... But, well, maybe it might, uh, it might be a little bit more than a follower change, uh, but, you know, it, 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 it's a standard... Stenag looking magazine that, that works. So we use six eight magazines mm -hmm. and they, they seem to work the best with the six five Grindel. Okay. Um, and then another quick one, Siphon Anomaly um, says, Do you think separation might be a possible solution before civil war, i.e. let states become independent? Uh, countries with their own agendas in mind. So we, we can maybe try to get to this before we go to what the basics are of what people should do. Yeah, right yeah. There. So so I I um you know, I, I've always I think we brought this up in a stream before. Mm -hmm. I, nowhere in the Constitution does it say a state can't secede from the Union. And it wasn't settled during the Civil War because they didn't amend the Constitution afterwards. Mm -hmm. So like and I'm not I try not to be hypocritical. When Trump got elected, California wanted to secede from the Union. I fully support their secession. Mm -hmm. Texas has had a, a long secessionist movement. They want out. Um, and I support them if they have the votes to do it and they want to leave, leave. Um, I mean, they're, they're, that's that's optional. The federal government shouldn't be able to tell the states what to do. It goes back to an issue of states' rights. I don't agree with the reasons why California wants to leave, but if that's what they want to do, goodbye. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and people say, no, man, you got to have the union and, and all this other stuff. Not if it means it's going to cost us a civil war. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather – I would rather have – because – Eventually, if they did secede, I, I think we would merge back together once the, the radical factor dwindled and, and cool, cooler minds prevailed. We would come back together. We would still be the, the, the United States of America. It might be a little bit different there for a while, but eventually we would come back together. Yeah, I think uh, some of those very liberal states that seceded would basically go bankrupt and we wouldn't have to bail them out. Right. And then they would – they'd finally maybe see the error of their ways and, and you know stop <laughs> yeah. with the craziness right yeah, like when you kick you know, your kids out thing is free money so quit giving away free services yeah um so so a quick thing in here that i want to ask you so i had this guy his name is adam kokash marine um i don't know whether or not you heard of him but he's running um on the libertarian party for president in 2020 he was on and his plan when he becomes president he's been i've noticed he's been on fox he was on uh, Judge oh, uh, Napolitano's show. But, um, you know, basically when when he becomes president, he says he's going to dismantle the government. That's his first act. He said it's going to take him about 10 years. He's going to start dismantling so the government. I lived through and voted for Ross Perot, mm -hmm. and he got 19 percent of the vote as a libertarian. If you watch any of the major news networks when a libertarian runs, they get no coverage. Mm -hmm. And when they when they do the commentary afterwards, they don't even talk about the third party. It's it, the, the, the binary party system until we force change is here and we need a viable third, even fourth party mm -hmm. because the two party system, several of our founding fathers warned us against it. And sure as hell, it's it's ripping this nation apart. Mm -hmm. um, you take a look at, you know, the, the, the kind of wild parliamentary system that the, the British have. One thing they have is is diversity and and constant change. There's at any time they can hold a vote of no, of no confidence and get rid of a prime minister and bring in a new one. And there's multiple parties. And mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's it's a different system, but similar system to our republic. 
but we need we need to stop this forced binary system on mm-hmm. us and we need to have viable other parties and that's one massive change mm-hmm. that um that could occur where it would definitely benefit our nation as a whole in my my opinion yeah do you think that um we could there's like some way we could decentralize voting and what i mean by that is i think that there's you know, you can't trust the different states and cities and all that when it comes to voting. Is there maybe a way that uh, using current technology, we could decentralize this and get a better vote? Maybe not necessarily changing the, you know, like the Electoral College and all that, but but um, making well, it more secure. Mm-hmm. So that's the scary part. Uh, I don't think this current generation fully. Un- well, first of all, most of the current generation thinks think we live in a democracy and we don't and mm-hmm. we never have. And God willing, we never will. We have a constitutional republic. And our founding fathers purposely set the Electoral College up so that smaller states weren't left out of the election process. Mm -hmm. Because if we didn't have Electoral College and it was just purely mob rules, then all the big population centers like Los Angeles, New York, New Jersey, um, Chicago, Mm -hmm. uh, Austin, all those huge population centers that tend to lean one way politically would then have complete rule. We would never see a conservative right-leaning uh, administration ever again. Mm-hmm. And that's why, the, that's why the Democrats want it, because it would se- secure their socialist agenda mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future, which ultimately would destroy the United States. So um, it, it's we got to have the Electoral College, but I don't think this current generation is being taught the importance of the Electoral College, they're being taught it's an antiquated system. It needs to go away. And the popular vote, a.k.a. mob rules democracy, is the way forward. Mm-hmm. And that means you'll never see a president campaign or a candidate campaign in Iowa ever again or Oklahoma or Kansas. They'll go to New York. They'll go to Los Angeles. You know, mm-hmm. They'll go to uh, uh, anywhere. Pick a big city. That's the only places they'll go because yeah. that's all they have to do to get the votes. And it'll it'll guarantee one party victory forever. Yeah, th- that's somewhat what they do now. I guess what I was kind of going towards is should we modernize the way that's happening? Because there's lots of corruption and there's certain places where people get to come in and mess with it. We see that here all the time in Florida. Is it maybe time to like modernize it, make it safer and get it out of the hands of these bureaucrats that are always messing around with things? Right. And then the next thing yeah. you know, in Florida, we have hanging chads. And then the people aren't <laughs> really uh, represented. So, one 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 super chat said, "I believe if the libertarians come up with a viable way to get their message out, they will win the election." Get this: we have mm-hmm. a viable way to get our message out. It's called social media, mm-hmm. and the media giant that's left leaning is squashing us. Media giants, mm-hmm. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. They're purposely squashing our voices. So that is our outlet. That's how we can win elections. But they're purposely and with malice squashing us mm-hmm. and promoting their leftist agenda. They know what we did the last time. That's why. Right. Yeah, they did. They, yeah. they, they and, and a Facebook through manipulation of posts and what's popular and what's not based on their algorithms, they can sway the outcome of an election. Mm-hmm. When, and, and that's too much power for any corporation to have. Yeah. When was um, when was it? Uh, when was it? 2013 firearm again? Right. That's when we were in the heat of the firearm again back in 2013. Pick one. There's been several. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's probably the, the, the most recent. Yeah. So I think they realized then, man, that guys like you, uh, Hickok, you know, uh, Yankee Marshall, people that we've talked about today, those guys got lots of people activated. 
They help to get oh, yeah. those people activated, and they want to make sure next time around that those guys aren't able to do it, and anyone else who's in the game that doesn't agree with them is not, you know, those people aren't able to do it either. And there's a lot so. more voices like you, and, and you know, we like shooting, and a, and a bunch of other voices out there now that are very politically active that have come on the scene. Uh, and so, but again, we're actively being squashed. Mm -hmm. And I'll guarantee you this video is going to get demonetized very quickly. And heck, because of the content we're talking about here, they'll probably say something we've said is hate speech. And therefore it'll be, you know, we'll get an account strike and have the video deleted. Mm -hmm. I mean, who knows? But that's what they do. And yeah. they deplatform. And so we, we always have to live in fear that if we say something that they don't agree with politically, they'll deplatform us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we should get I, I do want to get to that question, because I'm sure uh, people out there would like to hear from you what you think we should be doing to get ready every day. Here's the thing that I think, man, um, the emergencies that come up, there's kind of a scale. There's these small emergencies that happen to us locally, like within our own families, ourselves or whatever. And then that scales up to something massive happening nationally or in our state. Like I'm here in Florida where I think we're in hurricane season right now. Um, you know, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure. We're definitely in a tornado season. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> guys. Ripping through the Midwest <laughs> yeah. for a month now. So, like, I think on that scale, I know there's a scale there. That's what I'm trying to say. So it doesn't fit for everyone. But what, what do you think are, like, the basic things people need to do? So, I mean, some of the basic stuff that I have is long-term storage food. You know, you can buy 30-year dry food buckets and put enough of that stuff away and make sure that you maintain it. You know, in a lifetime, you have to buy it three times, ideally, right? Mm -hmm. um, so maintain that food supply. Always have potable water access to it or a way to get access to it. So have a filtration system. We have rain buckets that are massive sitting outside of our, our runoff mm -hmm. from our roof that we can um, turn into potable water. We live on a pond. Uh, you know, so so we purposely did all that. And of course, you know, we have a plan with all of our friends and and family members. If something goes wrong, we're going to meet here and, you know, there's safety in numbers. And, and I mean, it, it, all those things, it's just common sense practical things you can do. You don't have to go like the 80s survivalist movement and make it a lifestyle, mm -hmm. but you can do practical things. Uh, I have access to body armor that I put away. I have access to plenty of ammunition I've put away. I have firearms stored all over the place. So no matter what happens or when things get go sideways, I'm always traveling with some sort of a long arm or a pistol with a brace on and a handgun on me. Uh, and, and I'm always able to get to something else except when I'm really far away. And that's what makes you nervous. And I carry even more stuff with me. Mm -hmm. I like when I'm down in Florida, mm -hmm. uh, I, I carry a lot of extra stuff, a get home bag, if you will. Yeah. So I can try to fight my way back home to my family yeah. if need be. If you get in trouble in Florida, man, you know, if, you, I, if you're I, close I to Gainesville, I got a you. A couple of hurricanes. Yeah. Uh, they, they came, you know, they are ripping up uh, towards the coast. And so we I've, I've seen the panic. I've seen the mm -hmm. bare shelves. I've seen no gas, mm -hmm. people waiting in line. Uh, I've, I've seen it firsthand, I've, but I've never ridden out a hurricane. Uh, I, I grew up in Kansas and we had F5 and F4 tornadoes that would come through and they're having them now that just are wiping out entire towns. Uh, up north where I live, you know, if we get F1s, F2s, they're basically little twisters that'll rip the roof off your house or, you know, 
Um, they're, they're not nearly as powerful. They're not a mile wide mm-hmm. with 170 mile an hour winds. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll, they'll drop down, mangle a bunch of trees and knock roofs, all, uh, house, house, uh, trees over in houses and rip roofs off. And that's about it. Very rarely do you find tornadoes causing fatalities up here, knocking out the power grid, uh, you know, in the, in the true Midwest, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, that area, um, Nebraska, you're going to see, you know, F4, F5 tornadoes rip through for, you know, a mile or two, they'll be on the ground, it'll be a mile wide and they really devastate things. Mm -hmm. But hurricanes, I think, are probably one of the most powerful forces in nature. That and the cascading power failure that you and I were talking about uh, that just happened, you know, it it started as a boo-boo, I think, in Canada and that that cascaded down to, this is after 9-11, you were actually caught up in it in a little bit where the entire eastern seaboard of the United States went dark, no power for days. Mm-hmm. And that type of stuff you better be prepared for because you got three days of food stores not getting resupplied and things like that before total chaos and anarchy take over. Mm-hmm. And uh, we saw that in Katrina where we, we saw police officers. They're not even doing policing duties anymore in uniform. They're looting with the rest of the looters at Walmart for food for their families. Mm-hmm. Government breaks down. I mean, after hurricanes and, and, and you know power outages, you better be able to have a, the ability to defend yourself. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. And have food, food and water. I think that um, and we were discussing this a little bit off air. I think that people who maybe grew up in the rural areas or places like you did or I did. I grew up a little bit. I was born in Guyana, uh, third world country, South America. Uh, I did live in England for a little while, but I also lived in Nigeria and went through a lot of blackouts and things like that. If you grow up like that. You in your brain, you can fathom what it is. So when things go wrong, you could think about it. The problem is if you always if you always lived in a city like New York City, and that happens, you you, you your your brain can't even process what's happening to you. That's, you that's one reason I can never live in a city like that. Because what do you do mm-hmm. when when everything breaks down? Public transportation's gone, power's out, mm-hmm. uh, all the food within hours will be stripped from the shelves of local stores. And then you're going to have roving gangs that are going to form that are looking, you know, to take what they need for themselves. And you're, you're going to see the Negans start to pop up again, a Walking Dead reference. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a natural order of things. Yeah. And people will take from that, from, you know, uh, from, from people that are, you know, either incapable, unable, handicapped, whatever, of defending or protecting themselves. Uh, they're going to get taken advantage of. And and uh, that's just that's just the way of the world, unfortunately. So you better have a plan. I will never live in a big city. Yeah. Um, Good to visit, I, I, but don't stay there too long. Town. Yeah. I think that like places like New York City, especially the older cities, they're in big trouble. They don't have good infrastructure. You know, they don't have good drainage. So here. So, for example, here in Florida, since I've lived here, I've gone through a couple of category fives directly hitting the house I was living in, you know. Wow. Um, now, I wouldn't want to ride that one out, man. <laughs> yeah, my kids were really young at the time. Um, yeah. And that's what made us, one, move from, like, at that time we were living in West Palm Beach. So I moved to higher ground. That's why I live where I do now, a lot higher. West Palm Beach is below sea level. Not a good idea. That's what happened in Katrina. But, you know, if, if New York City gets hit with a Category 1 or a storm that rides the coast and then it gets to New York City and just dumps a heavy amount of rain, you're going to get flooding in the subway tunnels, so no transportation, flooding in the streets. You know, you're going to get the power grid going down, all of this stuff that you're talking about. Um, Manhattan specifically, right, it's an island. And once things start happening there, you're in big trouble. When 9-11 happened, uh, I was living in New Jersey. My family was in New York. That was an insane thing to think like my, uh, my younger brother was a teacher in the Bronx and he had to walk back home 
um, on the um, east side. I think it was either the east or west side highway. He had wow. to walk all the way from the Bronx back to Brooklyn. Wow. You know, um, in order That's to That's a get long home. walk, unarmed and uncertain times. Yeah, and, and not knowing what's going on. And even today, if you look at New York City, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think he did that whole walk. I don't want to say he he didn't, you know, I don't, I don't want to like, you know, I could be wrong. I know he did a huge part of that, at least. He had to just walk it, right? But, th- but there was no traffic. Yeah. You couldn't drive or anything like that. And even today in New York City, recently when they had this guy um, in a helicopter that crashed into one of the buildings... Every time people in New York City see something like that, they go into panic mode. Yeah. You know, and it was amazing. Like, I remember going to New York City a couple of days after 9-11, and there were tanks everywhere and soldiers and stuff like that. And most of the people in New York City just could not handle that. And I think it was weird for me because I lived, for example, when I lived in Nigeria, um, whenever Nigeria worked properly, it was run by the military, which is kind of ironic. I know, right? You know, so... Um, uh, I, mean, I was yeah. kind of used to it. And I think the, the, I think that's the big thing for a lot of people being prepared. You know, I agree with everything that you're saying to get prepared, but I think a lot of people just not mentally prepared for what's going to happen. No, I don't think anybody's mentally prepared for something like that. You just don't know what to expect. That's one reason I live in a small town. I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. a little, little bit more practical. People are more friendly. They'll come together naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have to worry about the angry hordes. Now I'm, you know, 45 minutes from Chicago and, and that the once, once all resources are exhausted there, they're going to move outwards and they'll make their way to us. Mm-hmm. And that's when things are going to get nasty for us. I'd like to get further away from Chicago if I could mm-hmm. and big cities, but you know, you, you have to balance that you know, having children, having access to, you know, food stores and, yeah, you know, you hospitals, and, yeah. you know, uh, things like that, 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 you know, even small to medium sized cities have mm-hmm. being totally rural, uh, you, you very you better have ways to feed yourself gardens and what livestock and, and ways to make potable water, if not a, a well and, you know, things like that, because you're really on your own yeah. and you will find roving bands looking for taking stuff from you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, I, um, oh, I just want to give a shout out to, uh, big red doggy. He did a, a, a $20 super chat, uh, wants us to check out Matt Christensen. Um, a sensible guy. He's political comment, does political commentary, very pro two a, mm-hmm. um, and he said, yeah, it was great meeting me at cop at copper a few years ago. Thanks man. And, um, thank you for the uh, support. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, man. I think people just need to to make practical decisions. It it, it to, to a certain degree it is a lifestyle. You know, one thing that I've I've become accustomed to. One of the, one of the super chats previously is like, when did I start carrying? I started carrying the minute I could. So uh, once I I um, got home, and even though so let me say it again. I I was I was carrying probably before it was legal to do so. Uh-huh. And and. I, and then when it became legal for me to do, I did, and I've been carrying it pretty much my entire adult life. Um, first, I would say, gosh, I'm trying to remember back to my very, very first handgun. 1911 would have been my first carry gun in 45 ACP, Colt, um, government model. Then I think the Glock 19 came on the scene, and that was that was the one I carried the longest. There were, there were several, Beretta mm-hmm. 92, SF, 1911 right. and then the Glock 19 came on the scene I fell in love with it because it was the right size yeah. and capacity and and then handguns that size uh, have stuck with me like the CZPO1 right. uh, you went through I so, remember I saw you go through your Glock divorce yeah you know I still love Glocks I mean uh, I have a lot of them I mean there's one sitting here mm-hmm. on my on my desk I mean I, I, I have lots of Glocks and and now they have that 40 MOS 
out there, that 10 millimeter long slide I'm drooling over. We have one at Copper. It's just <laughs> trying to scrape the pennies together to <laughs> buy it. You it's can't like, buy your it. own thing. No, you can't get high off your own supply, Mac. You got to sell this no, stuff. No, no, my, believe me, my business partner reminds me that all the time. <laughs> it's like we are in the business of selling guns, not collecting them. So yes. no, you can't. Like, <laughs> no. Ah! That's no soup for you. No soup for you. You got to sell some of those things. Um, are those difficult to come by? I have a great business partner, man. I couldn't ask for a better business partner. Dave, if you've ever met him at Copper Custom, man, yeah. he is salt of the earth and a great dude to be uh, in business with. Yeah, I met him at SHOT Show. Um, I actually need to come out and visit you sometime at Copper Custom. Are you going to yeah, do... Yeah, man, you got to come out. Let's do some videos because I'm always yeah. going south. You need to come north, man. Yeah. Are you going to um, do some stuff there? Or Yeah, it's going to have to be in the not winter time. I can just tell you that. Uh, yeah, the, now now we're moving into July, August. It's going to be comfortable weather for yeah. you, which is just hot as all hell in the humidity. <laughs> and I mean, for us, yeah. it's like the the worst three months of our lives. And then we go into fall, and and I think most of us Northerners like fall and spring, and we just endure winter. I'd rather be cold than hot. Mm-hmm. I can layer up for the cold. Uh, for the heat, I can't strip down enough legally <laughs> in most states <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to get, get, get to get cool, right? We don't want to see um, you in those little short shorts, no, man. No, you don't. That's and not I'll a good look. Right now, I'm, I'm, I'm pasty-ass white, and, and it's, it's, yeah. it's not pleasant. Seeing me in shorts is, is yeah. not – first of all, you're going to be flash-blinded, but once you get past that, um, yeah. it's, it's, it's not something that's – I have I don't to. Know why my I, wife stays married to me, to be honest with you. I have to deal with people here in Florida, man. They like to wear short shorts, and uh, not everyone should. Not everyone should do that. Dude, okay. and, so, uh, I used to be big into scuba diving, right? <laughs> I, I'd go down to Florida with my buddy Mike, and we would, and, and even uh, my buddy Aaron, and we would do scuba diving. And and uh, and one of the things that just cracked me up is when the Europeans would get on the dive boats. Mm-hmm. Uh, this French guy just it's burned in my mind and this has been several decades ago this guy had to be 300 pounds and he was wearing a speedo like the most minimal speedo Mm -hmm. and so proud of himself walking around basically like a nudist yeah right and was one of his little jubblies hanging out of that speedo what's that (laughs) was one of his little jubblies hanging out of that speedo (laughs) pretty much i mean it was straight up banana hammock it was oh gosh I just wanted to get in the water. I'd rather drown than stay on the boat with that guy. Yeah. It's like, dude, the other side of the boat, man. It's like, yeah. I used to uh, see that in Miami all the time, man. The you know the tourists come in Miami, and then the ones from Europe think it's real super sexy to have on a speedo and walk around. <laughs> walk around. I'm glad. I don't think speedos are a thing anymore. But maybe they are <laughs> in other places of the world. But uh, here, they're not. I don't think anymore. Yeah, not uh, a good look. So do, not a good look. I got asked to, uh, by a super chat. Do do I think that our school systems are trying to turn our children against the Second Amendment? Absolutely. I know they are in my school system because I had to have a conversation with one of my teachers for one of my children. Uh, she came to me after I was in pickup line, and she came up to me when I picked up my son, and 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 she goes, "I just wanted you to say that your you know your son was doing this in class." And I said, "Stop right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't you ever." tell my child that this is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And if you think you have a problem, call me and I'll come get him. But you are not going to tell my child this is a bad thing because you know what he's going to do when I get him home. He's going to pick up a Nerf gun. He's going to go outside and he's going to play with the neighbor and they're going to run around the yard shooting Nerf guns Mm -hmm. at each other. And then probably on Saturday, I'm going to take him shooting. So you're not going to teach my child that this Mm -hmm. or firearms are a bad thing. It's a constitutionally. And she just got like, you know, oh, I don't mean to be offensive. I Mm -hmm. said, well, then good. Yeah. Don't ever say that then to me don't. again. And don't ever <laughs> discipline my child because he does this. Yeah. That is not a threat to anybody. Yeah. When the child is five years old. Yeah. You can't even. You know what? I never like pointed my my sons towards guns. 
So when they were that age and we took them to, remember um, Toys R Us used to exist back in the days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, believe me, dude. I remember <laughs> Toys R Us when I was a kid and it was only in California. It was like, wow. Yeah. But we would take them to places, even as, let's say it's Walmart and they were getting toys. I would never say to them, oh, try out this gun. I would just let them pick out whatever it is they wanted, you know? Um, yeah. I don't care if they if they came to me with some cute little doll or whatever. It didn't really matter to me. No, my boys went straight for the guns. That's cool. My boys, I have one. One of my boys is definitely into firearms. You'll see him on Instagram. The other is more into archery. So I'm mm -hmm. taking him to archery. I think he's just one to be different than his big brother. And then the mm -hmm. other one's too young to care. Mm -hmm. um, one, one super chat I want to address. Uh, Tim, in preparing for unrest, would you stockpile calibers of ammo or focus on one handgun and one rifle caliber? Guys, simplicity Good is point. everything and pick the yeah. most common caliber you can possibly find. So I would say nine millimeter and five, five, six. Um, I thought some, you were a guys, fan. I, I thought you were a fan of. For a long time, I was an AK guy simply because uh, the the AK had plenty of ammo, mm -hmm. uh, and and I wasn't going to rely on others. And I'm not one of those guys. It's like, well, I can just pick up the ammunition and, and parts off a dead soldier. It's like, it, don't don't ever count on anything. You better count on being self sufficient. Don't count mm -hmm. on. You know, it's, it's, it's not like you're going to go, I have an AR-15, so I'm going to take, oh, my firing pin went bad, so I'm going to take the M16 apart of this dead soldier and make my firing my AR-15 work again. You're going to throw that broken AR-15 to the side, pick up that M16 A2 or M4 carbine, and that's your new gun. You're mm -hmm. not going to be swapping parts. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I still believe that the AK is the type of firearm that you throw in the back of the uh, a vehicle and just forget it's there until you need it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the AR-15 is more of a first-world weapon. Simple maintenance is all that's required, but I'm, I'm demonstrating to people. So I'm a longtime AR-15 fan, grew up shooting him as my first centerfire rifle. I love the gun. I got on an AK kick when Russian guns became available and I, I ran an AK for a long time, but then that kind of wore off and I realized, look, you know, 5.56 five, and Stenag magazines and nine millimeters where it's at, if things go sideways, that's you know, first of all, if you have huge caches of it, not only is it going to serve you for, you know, your own defense, but that's going to have it's it's going to be worth its weight in gold and mm -hmm. trade. So if you have ammo and, and, and you need food, you can always trade ammo for food uh, and vice versa. Right. Mm -hmm. So uh, ammunition, I stockpile, but I'm, I'm a, I believe in five, five, six and nine millimeter. And that's what I do. OK, five, five, six, nine millimeter. OK, very cool. Um, I don't know if there's any other things. Do you want to go? Do you want to show some guns? I'm sure you have some cool guns there. That if we don't, if we don't get to it, will be. Uh, uh, I know I had something here. Okay. I always so we're getting we're coming up on two hours. Uh, you, show, go ahead, show off. I'm looking for yeah. something here. Yeah. Oh, did, are you going to show it? Well, we, so here's what I'm going to show. Today? Yeah. Whenever Mac come is so Mac is like you know he's the king of the bull pups, but I'm coming for the throne. I'm coming for the <laughs> I'm trying my best. So here's my X95. And I thought, okay, yeah. So, yeah, I know what you're going to show now. Go ahead. All right. So it. so we were like, hey, man, we're, we're, we're showing off our our, uh, our our various firearms. And uh, and so I did the, the same thing. We both pulled them up at the same time. It's like, uh, these are this is my SBR X95. Yeah. The only reason I don't have it in the, uh, the Jeep with me is because the rack I have won't fit it. It's too thick right here. Oh, and, okay. Uh, I may have to modify my rack just so I can yeah. uh, have 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 my baby with me at all times. What's your setup on that? Of course, you uh, you know you've got the SBR one. I know. So I'm yeah, it's SBR. That. I have an enforced light on top, which I can easily access with my long gangly hands. I can easily get the thumb up there and turn the light on. Yeah. Woo! Okay. Blind you guys. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that works for me being right there. Uh, I have the M5 sight on it, but if I were to actually carry it, it would be an aim point. Okay. Um, 
So yeah. I just have that on there because it looks, you know, really good on the gun. It was, you know, it's kind of yeah. no, Israeli looks- products. They kind of go together, but realistically, yeah. I'm an eight point guy. Yeah, so I've got Trigicon on mine, and then Trigicon, a great brand, big fan yeah. of MROs. And then I've got an Olight on there. You know, uh, I like the rechargeability you, you of just, the Olights. See, I don't like rechargeable batteries. No, I, oh, okay. I, I, I want AA, AA. So, like, if you take a look at my carry flashlight, mm-hmm. the, this little guy here, um, it's just a little stream light, and the model number is really, really long. So it's a Protec One L One AA. And the reason I love this light is because it uses double A's, triple A's, and those are things you're going to find anywhere. And most of them, if you get them in packaging, you can stockpile them, and they'll and in their packaging they'll last 10, 15 years, yeah. and hold a charge. And you're going to find them everywhere. You're not always going to be able to find a power source to to do a rechargeable light. Yeah. And I found that rechargeable batteries lose their effectiveness over time. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I'd just rather be able to stop at any gas station or quickie mart or trade 20 rounds of ammunition for a pack of triple a's or double a's yeah so that makes sense or cr one two threes. i have a bunch of lights CR123s, that work on those. yeah to a lesser degree i, oh, I, I okay. would still yeah but it's a more modern battery and and you know um it, you, keep in mind I, somebody told me that the double a or triple a was designed like almost 100 years ago so that may yeah we i definitely believe that more modern batteries yeah but i believe but with that. lithium ion being common now they really have a long service life mm-hmm. and then you have optics like the uh, like aimpoint and even primary arms now with with literally you can leave the sight on which i do on my my uh you know my my go to war rifle i i just leave my aimpoint on in a mid setting mm-hmm. and i just change the batteries every four or five years mm-hmm. so you know the 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 battery is going to go bad before that sight draws enough energy to deplete the battery and that's why i hate tritium Tritium was awesome in the 90s until we had the electronics. So it, when that Trigicon goes bad, if it's a Tritium site, uh, you have to send that off to Trigicon. They yep. send it back. You got another 10 years. Well, I can get 10 years of service life out of, you know, two batteries, uh, CR3022. Uh, so um, I'm going to go with batteries, Tritium. That was 1990s tech. Batteries and good circuitry are, you know, 2000s. Yeah, so, yeah. It's a, my opinion. No, it's a lot more efficient. Paper. Yeah, it's a lot more efficient. I, I uh, completely understand where you're coming from. Uh, let me see. I've got some other things here that I want to share. I don't know if you've... Let me see. I could probably go full screen on me here. So I think you've heard of the uh, minis. This is from... Uh, R- they're calling themselves RW Mini or a- it was ATI Mini. Basically, little. Um, this is an AR-15 in flat dark earth. You could put it together. It's got like the charging handle works right there. You could pull the trigger. You know, um, the stock works. You could change things. Uh, it's got a suppressor on it and all that. But here's something I thought was really cool, man. 1911. So are you are you or That's are you cool. not a 1911 cool. fan? Oh, I mean, it's, a, it's as American as baseball and apple pie. I, I love 1911s. I have many and okay. uh, huge, huge fan of the 1911. Yeah. Is it the most reliable gun on the planet? No, it's not. But I, I, I carried one. Um, <laughs> long story short, my, my commanding officer back in the day uh-huh. of our security force detachment, um, had pretty much autonomy. I mean, he was oftentimes out of uniform. He'd wear a kilt to the Marine Corps ball, um, <laughs> with dress blue upper, you know, blouse. Um, it, it, it was, it was his decision on what we carried. So he told us Marines don't carry, um, nine millimeters. Marine carries 40 Marines carry 45s. And so we were 1911 carriers, <laughs> 
even when the rest of the fleet was um, the FMF was using the M9, which they had wow. adopted, you know, in the mid 80s, mm-hmm. we we were still using the good old 1911 with its sloppy, rattly. <laughs> I mean, hey, we we easily qualified with them. They they uh, so yeah, I'm a fan. I yeah. like the 19. So these are, the Marines are still using them. I mean, you'll still spike yeah. Marsock and stuff using them. Absolutely. So these are coming out just to give just to give you scale here. There's my hand. That's how small that is. You can lock back the slide and all of that, and you can release it. Um, you know, you got the trigger, you could pull, you could pull the trigger down, uh, magazine comes out. Let me see if I can get the, oh, the magazine's already out. I have it. Oh, here it goes. Yeah. So here's the little magazine. It's got, um, it's got rounds in it. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. So you can put those in yep, there. Yep, I want one. <laughs> yeah. So this is actually a prototype, but RW Minis is coming out with this pretty soon. You'll be able to change your grips in time. Um, I think they did pretty good with this, you know? No, that looks really good. Yeah. I have a couple of the GOAT guns. I bought yeah. the uh, SVD and I bought the uh, the AK-74 and I put them together. They're down. They're on display here at Copper. I yeah. just wanted to see the quality of them. They're really cool. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be nice when it comes out. Um, I would like to see them do some bullpups since we're bullpup guys. Hey, for those of you guys that act, that served at Naval Submarine Base Banger, if uh, you, you remember Lieutenant Colonel Egan, he was our CO. You'll you'll know who he yeah. was if you ever had a chance to meet him. He's quite the character. The guy so that anyway. made everyone. I, I, I run into guys that... that um, uh, one of our Patreons I, I've become friends with, um, he served there for a while. He came and we hung out and we swapped stories of what it was like back in the day during the Cold War and what it's like now and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So so how did you have your 1911 set up? Did was it? Like- oh, they were just strict. Uh, World War II 1911s, dude. We didn't do anything to them. Oh, okay. We, it wasn't like MARSOC. We weren't cool guys. We didn't have all the, the, the cool stuff that the fast teams and oh. – you know, and, and and back in those days, there were no such, there wasn't a such thing as special forces in the Marine Corps. Uh, closest you would find would be scout snipers, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or force recon. Okay. Like what Travis Haley did. So. Okay. Um, one thing I've been meaning to ask you, I don't know whether you have one or not, the carbine that you're coming out with. What can you tell us about that? The Copper Custom. Uh, not much. We posted pictures of it. It's in production. Um, it's being manufactured, and we will be posting video and stuff about it mm-hmm. here very very soon. It seems like. Uh, Everybody's jumping in that game right now. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 showcase that thing here very soon. Okay. Uh, pricing is yet to be determined, but it is listed on the Copper Custom website. You can go by, check it out, see what the specs are, uh, and you know, compare it to what the uh, other companies are out there. They're putting stuff out. I think you'll you'll like what we've done. Okay. Yes, I'm looking forward to it. It uses Glock magazine, so. It does use Glock mm-hmm. magazines. Yeah, I saw that. Like, why not, man? It's like you know, the most <laughs> common magazine out there, and you can buy them very, very affordably, and they're generally good mags. Yeah. Even even the uh, aftermarket mags. Magpul even makes mags for them now. Yeah, absolutely. That's you know that's the way to go, in my opinion. Um, this is probably a little bit off the thing, but do you think that Glock has a carbine somewhere in their safe that they don't want to share with the rest of us? <laughs> it's like the standing joke, man. It's like yeah, the, the, the old saying, like that'll happen when pigs fly. Yeah, that'll happen when when the Glock carbine comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Glock Glock uh, refuses to innovate, and people go, "Well, what what could they innovate? Uh, you, you just you just give them a hard time, dude. They've made the same damn gun for thirty five years." Yeah. <laughs> you want to see innovation? There's a company that innovates. Their quality control sucks, and and their leadership is completely screwed. Mm-hmm. But there are companies that innovate, and this was an innovation. This thing would have been the new standard for um, discrete carry. The P365 won me over, man. I was madly in love with this gun until mine quit working. My first one at 800 rounds. My second one at 400 rounds. I bought a third one, didn't do anything with it, fired a few rounds, traded it. And this one we will be doing extensive testing with. And this one was made in May of 20 of 19. So it's only a few weeks old. Mm -hmm. And 
even if this thing passes 2,000 rounds of 9mm, which is probably what I'm going to put through it, I'm still going to throw it in a drawer somewhere. I'm never going to carry it again because I, I, it, even to this day, the, you get on any of the, the forums or people having problems with the damn things and, and just over and over and over again, it's the same stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's sad because its magazine is patented and truly innovative. The size of it, it feels good, great sights, awesome recoil impulse. Uh, I, I did a live stream on Instagram and, and it ran everything. We were putting frangible bullets in a hollow points, flat nose, cheap, you know, steel case. And I'm live streaming this down at Terre Haute in Terre Haute at uh, Top Guns. And I'm like, guys, this thing is awesome. I bought a little sticky holster, carried it through the entire NRA show in Dallas, drove to Dallas and drove back carrying that thing as my defensive handgun mm-hmm. because I thought I had rung it out at um, at Top Guns and it literally failed me at 800 rounds. And I think that um, I know Babyface has one, and he hasn't had any issues. And we also got Dude, one it's in. Like so this. It's, it's a weird it's thing, like, right? Yeah, it works great until it doesn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what are the chances I would get two defect, and they failed in two different ways? And if you get on the internet, it's very common. Mm-hmm. There are companies selling titanium and, and tool steel strikers for a reason, mm-hmm. because the guns break strikers. They break reset springs on the trigger. That's what broke on my first one. And there's um, no way to know like what what uh, round count you're getting to before that happens. You don't know, right? dude. It could be okay. it could be 300 rounds. It could be 3,000 rounds. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, it's inevitable. Most of them are going to fail because the quality control sucks. The gun is awesome. I wish Glock had made that. If Glock mm-hmm. made that gun, it, they they would have totally gutted that market. Yeah, but totally they don't. They don't. They, they didn't want to. Yeah. Sig innovated. They just can't produce it properly. Yeah, um, that's in always my the balance. Opinion, yeah. No, that's always the balance. It's not just in guns. It's a lot of different things. Like, you know, we do camera stuff. I see that in the camera world. They refuse to make cameras for YouTubers. They make these yeah. super expensive cameras with a bunch of stuff we don't need and the things we need. They don't want to make it affordable. And I talk to them. I actually go to broadcasting shows and I'm like, what's up with you guys? Why can't you just make like cameras for YouTubers? And they're like, because we don't we don't have to. So what else? Yeah. <laughs> you know, deal with it. And it's like, okay, if someone's going to come along and do it, and now the question becomes, how well does that person do it, right? If they do it well enough, they'll they'll put those guys out of business, and then those guys will be chasing them. So that's that's yeah. the way that usually happens. Well, um, they got a patent on that tiny little ten round magazine. That's what makes that gun yeah. everything tiny. And but beyond that, the ergonomics are spot on. The sights are great. Uh, it shoots well. It's extremely accurate. Most people have good experiences with it while they're working. It's just it's made by Sig. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me started on the MPX. I. Yeah. I don't just, like. I'll, I'll do a video on that. I think. Um, I like it. I think it is accurate. I agree with you. I don't like the way the trigger feels, but it's fine. But it feels weird to me. Trigger snob. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I never changed trigger triggers. Snob. It feels weird. It, it tell, okay, that trigger doesn't dude, feel I, weird yeah, to you. Dude, you're talking to a guy that, that, <laughs> that blew away. We were out with uh, out, out at uh, Iraq Veterans, and we were shooting at a mile, and we were shooting with what they call extended long range. So let's call them ELR guys. Mm-hmm. And we went to a thousand yards to shoot our 308s. His Scar 20 versus my H and K LRP, mm-hmm. and the, the HK's trigger is just god awful. It's a standard military trigger, eight and a half creepy cruddy nasty trigger where the scar has a, a geisley really good trigger in it mm-hmm. but i was i was out shooting the scar 20 with my lrp with its nasty trigger because i'm used to using nasty military triggers uh, and the alr guy sat down with the gun and they were just blown away that i could just keep hitting that thousand yard ringer and uh <laughs> with that trigger because they're used to their you know 
Timonies and you know whatnot, even my yeah. DTA triggers, you know, on the long on the uh, SRSs are amazing triggers. And I'm hitting with this nasty long, gritty, nasty pull, and I'm whacking away at it. It's like so I'm not a I don't. I, I don't need a really, really nice trigger on a gun like the Glock. I never never put a ghost disconnector in there or anything. I'm used to the nasty trigger of the Glock and I can shoot them well. Yeah. I don't I don't really change triggers like that unless I'm, you know, doing it like someone wants me to see what this trigger's like or that trigger. Uh, but I well, hey, I find that it's weird. It's got like a weird plasticky feel. Um uh, We're so, rolling up on two hours. Yeah. Okay, uh let's see. Um can we get like one someone here wants me to ask you whether you guys are still selling the charger braces the chart yeah yeah we have them in stock it's okay. uh, at copper custom it should be up on the website we still have the charger braces absolutely okay. all right cool yep. um if you want to wrap this up we can start wrapping it up um, uh, how do i like forgotten weapons love forgotten weapons i i was promoting them when i was surprised they had so few subs back in the day and we started promoting them and and, and stuff and other people started taking notice i'm not saying that i blew them up that's not what happened, but mm -hmm. I, I started watching more of their videos. And when we started up full 30, we tried to get them over there, get them exposure. And they start up in range. Uh, they just do amazing stuff. And, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, Ian is just, and you know, even Carl on in range. I mean, they're just really, really knowledgeable dudes. I wish I had the ability to read something like Ian does and store it and just mm -hmm. do a big one long take, uh, one long take video and talk about the entire history of a firearm. Like he does. I mean, the guy, Special abilities. Brain than me. Yeah, special abilities, and they're doing something different. I think from I think everyone should try if they can to do something different. Um, yeah. It makes it more interesting and enjoyable for people. You know, um, let's see. I think we've got there's a couple things going on here, but um, I'm just trying to see if if not if we don't get to your questions and stuff like that, guys, we're probably going to do this next week. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, week. next week uh, oh. I'm out doing a family thing. I'm going to okay. see my mom and be a good son. Okay, so, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, so I won't be able to stream next week. Yeah, so after that. The week after that. Yes, yes after that we'll, we'll be doing it. Um, okay, so maybe let's start wrapping it up, wrapping it up here. Um, you know, we can let folks know maybe for, for, for my benefit, you can let the folks looking at this know how to get in touch with you, support you, follow you on social media. I would like to see you hit that million – so that we can blow up the uh, plaque that comes. Give it about from. a year. Yeah. <laughs> it was blowing up there, and then they changed the algorithms, and now it's going to take a year to get there. But yeah, um, yeah it's just militaryarmschannel.com, or just uh, if you know how to spell Sturmgewehr uh, in, in the uh, plural, not the singular with the E on the end, uh, that's another way to find me. Most people just yeah. type in military arms into Google, and it's like the first 10 pages. Uh, yeah. And then we are 100% viewer supported. Uh, Patreon is how we, how we fund and how we keep going forward. We have uh, no corporate sponsors or anything like that. We've gone the uh, basically the forgotten weapons route and the in range TV route, and and we're 100% viewer supported, and we're just trying to do that be a little bit different. So we take no industry money whatsoever. So yeah, and then folks can come down to Copper Customs also. Yeah, or by or, Copper Custom. Yeah, uh, don't, don't forget that. I, I put that in every video too. Copper yeah. Custom is in Valparaiso, Indiana, but coppercustom.com, uh, the online store, and that's where you're going to find the cool PC9 uh, carbine chassis, and you can get the charger adapter and, and DA AKs and stuff when they have batches of those coming through. Yeah, and the uh, the new DASA, which we're going to be uh, showcasing here, their new bolt action rifle. So yeah, I have friends cool that go enough. that. I have friends that look at your thing when they're looking for some guns, some cool guns that they can't really find anywhere else. So, 
Yeah, um, Copper tries to cater to you know the different market. We don't uh, we don't we don't carry like regular gun store stuff. We'd like to carry you know stuff uh-huh. that we use and approve of and stand behind 100 percent. Yeah. Um, so they asked me like, oh, do you have like a discount with Copper Custom? I'm like, uh, you know what? Just tell them, ask them for the Hank Strange discount. See what happens. Our patrons do. Our patrons <laughs> get uh, special pricing and then. Um, cool. Yeah. Okay. So that's the way to go about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's all yeah. explained. If you go to Patreon link in our description, you, you it'll, it'll tell you the tier levels and and the, you hit a certain tier level and then you get uh, discounted pricing. And then every once in a while, we'll just post up. You know, we get a bunch of Leo trade-ins like, you know, pre-Freedom Group 870s, and we'll post those up at a blowout price for our, our Patreons, but the, uh, the the public price is higher, mm-hmm. uh, and we, we do that for our Patreon supporters. Okay, very cool. So now on my end, for people who are watching out there, I kind of do a little bit differently. I do have people support us on Patreon. We do some other things. We have people sponsor the show. Uh, you know, we, we do different kinds of things to keep this all going. That's one of the reasons why I'm doing the live podcast. So Max doing it with me every Wednesday, and then I know he does other live things. Monday to Friday, I do a podcast on Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. That's the channel we do it from Monday to Friday. We're talking about all kinds of crazy things. Uh, you can join us over there. I've noticed since Max's been coming on, there's some, been some really cool people from the Mac camp coming over so I appreciate awesome that. that's yes. the point of all this being yes. social spreading the love everybody thank you yes thanks for the love hopefully i don't get something that's forever you know maybe just a needle <laughs> the gift know. that keeps on giving yeah. <laughs> yeah we're able to get rid of it but i listen i appreciate it i appreciate you um you know taking the time to do all of this answering all the questions i think the people really enjoy it out well, there well, as well you, man yeah. Yeah. I love so. doing the collaboration videos, man. It's, it's always fun. So we'll not next week, but the week after. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll definitely be doing that. We got some traveling coming up, too, and I'll let, I'll keep you posted on that. Okay. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah. I need to with our, our, Wednesday, our Wednesday night. Oh, OK. Schedule. Yeah. Yeah. We could uh, we could shift the schedule. 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 Yeah. The wife and I were talking about how the, the English pronounce things differently than schedule. we do here in the States. Yeah. Like, you know, we say Jaguar and they say Jaguar and yeah. things like Jaguar. that. Jaguar. Jaguar. Or uh, aluminium. Yeah, aluminium. We just call yeah. it aluminum. Yeah. <laughs> potato, yeah. potato, tomato, tomato. <laughs> tomato, tomato, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, all right, guys. Yes. Okay, so. The, yeah. Okay, we're just getting weird now. We're just getting weird. It is weird. getting weird. Goodbye. It's, yeah, we're, we're drunk. <laughs> we're tired drunk or something like that. So, yes, we'll see you guys um, probably in like two weeks. We'll be doing this again, but we'll be here. Make sure you follow Mac. Um, thanks a lot, everyone. We're out of here. Check out Thanks Strange's channel. We're Thank heading you. out, too. Appreciate right, it. Peace. Bye. See ya.